Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to episode three of the Jedi Sages podcast. We are back. We are. In what feels like a very long time. For you guys, it's probably not, but for us it is, because we have a long long break between recording sessions, so it's been a very long time. How have you been, my brother? Yes, How I've been okay. Been? I've been okay. Obviously, at the time of recording, lots of exciting things happening. Exactly. Uh, exactly. In terms of uh, Star Wars and Star Wars news, and uh, yeah, it's been have good. You, have you uh, avoided the big old super cold that was been going around the old UK? No, I think I was the cause. Oh, do you think? Yes. Oh dear. Um, no, I don't know. I've I've had it, and I'm on my road to recovery. Good. But, um, good. I was going to yes. say because I I caught it a few weeks back, and it was. It was not good, I'll tell you that now. I couldn't record, I couldn't talk, couldn't gym, couldn't do anything, and I was just like very bunged up. So Hours in the back to tank, that's what yes. you needed, oh, hours. That would have been lovely, just a <laughs> giant tube in the corner just floating around like Luke in episode 5. That would have been, <laughs> been very relaxing. Um, also, like we are, we are back, like I said, it's been, it's been a fair amount of time. Some things have changed. The hair is different. Got a haircut. The beard is back in full force. The return of the beard. The return of the beard. It's beautiful. Also, a new Star Wars t-shirt. So, fun fact, obviously, I was... At last. At last, literally. I was sat there and I was like, I can't do another episode in the same t-shirt. I was like, (laughs) I can't. People are going to start thinking either I don't wash the top or it's just... (laughs) It's it's steam pressed in a frame and I take it out every session. So, I was like, right, I need to get a new top and this is this is the fun interesting thing so i was like normally shops have a lot of star wars merch because obviously around christmas time we have star wars releases we used to we used used to to. so i was i was i was going around so many stores and i was like mate there's there's nothing i've got no options i've got nothing i can choose because there's been no star wars releases there's there's been nothing i mean what from like 2015 to like 2019 we're having Star Wars. so i was like i was going into like a a primark for example thinking oh i can just get like some star wars there's nothing so i was like i'm getting i was actually getting very stressed because like right we've got a date set it's coming up and i I need a new top where can i get one from in fact to resort to amazon but you know what it's lovely clean boba fett i am liking it i am going to uh, investigate amazon uh, and see what kind of merchandise i can purchase exactly very good right so in today's episode uh we are talking about the games of the star wars universe we are now i I should probably clarify i've focused my uh, completely on Video games, yeah, yeah, as opposed to any kind of tabletop games, because yeah. I know there are some quite no. very popular, um, uh, fine, uh, fantasy flight or something, flight, yeah, because there's like the, the, um, the tabletop the, games, the X Wing one, I believe it's called X Wing, isn't it? Yes, there's an X Wing one, there is, uh, oh, I forgot it, it's gone, nope, I, it's a rebel something or other, is it something, something, yeah. something rebels, yeah, um, yeah, because obviously, so yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, we'll focus mainly on 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 those stumbling over my, my words because it's been a, it's been a while. Um, so let me ask you this question. Obviously, this isn't this is unscripted. So, what was your first taste of Star Wars video games? Oh, that's a question. You'll have to access the old memory banks. Right. Now. Actually, do you know what I remember? Because I had to look this up for, uh, for research actually? purposes. Oh, look right. At that, smashed so it. it was. On the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, okay. Um, yes, it was a very. For those of you who don't know, it was a handheld console. Um, it was very much like a box uh, that you would open up, and inside was there was the the four or five buttons. We only had four or five buttons in those. It wasn't days. even that. I'm pretty sure it was, an, it was an A and a B. Was, sure, I've, was, got, I've got it in the bedroom. In my bedroom. A and, it was A and a B, and then a directional the, the, directional the D pad. That's the one. You had a start and oh, a stop. And you had, you know, bumpers, and you had the triggers. You had the you bumpers. Had the triggers, didn't you? Oh my god. Um, and I, I, I don't know, remember which one was first. 
But there were three games I definitely, no, four games I definitely remember playing. One of them still breaks my heart because I lost it very early on. Uh, and that was Star Wars Jedi Power Battles. Oh, uh, you, I, it was, I don't remember that one. It was one of the first games for uh, that came out with Episode One. You could play as Obi Wan, uh, you could in, uh, or Qui Gon. You could play as Mace Windu with a blue lightsaber. Uh, <laughs> you could also play as Darth Maul. It was fantastic. I bought it pre-owned. I say I bought it. My mum bought it. Was this was um, this on the the Game Boy Advance? It was indeed. Yes, Blimey, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, and clearly didn't share. No, <laughs> uh, it was that good. Um, but it was it was a kind of a top uh, top down Diablo style kind of. Mm. Um, persona um and it was fantastic i loved it and i i just have visions of it i don't remember it. I, I remember playing it in one or two instances i remember the trade federation battleship and i remember the um the the jewel of the fates kind of wow. power generator room um but i lost it very early on did you we were at a residential away somewhere yeah. and uh, it, it got lost oh no and disaster. to this day much like the emperor palpatine figure that was flushed down the toilet by mercilessly by yourself um <laughs> I I I will never recover from Blimey. that. Wow! Uh, do you know what? Because you said that, that's actually triggered a lot of memories in in my head. Because I remember I had, I think I had an Anakin Skywalker one from Episode Two. Was it? Yes, new, it was new, called New Droid Army. New Droid Army. Yes, that was another. I think I lost that one as well. You lost that one. Yep. Um, Blimey, then there was this. the. Um, uh, we'll talk about in detail in a minute. But um, Star Wars: Flight of the Falcon. Do you remember that yes, one? Yes, I do yes. remember that one. I do remember that Where it one. was a pixelated Millennium Falcon flying through pixelated space. Um, and going, it was, you know, that was it was next, on rails. That was but. next level. I think I remember. Yeah, that's it's because it, it had that very nice, like, 8-bit soundtrack. Yeah. Like, oh, do you know what? I think I've got all of these games still in my bedroom with my Game Boy. And I might even have your Game I Boy. I think you have my Game Boy I, as well. I had the black one. And you had the silver I one. I did, yes. Oh, my word. I had word. the collector's one. Um, there was another one as well. Um, so, and again, we'll talk, we're going to talk about these later because I, I, I do want to go in, in depth <laughs> on these. Um, there was a Star Wars trilogy, Apprentice of the Force, which was a newer one. It was the, you know, 4, 5, and 6, New Hope. I was going to say, that was the side-scroller side, scro- side side yep. with Luke Skywalker, wasn't yep. it? Was yep. it just Luke Skywalker? Uh, I think it was. You just played as Luke. Uh, you might have played as, like, Han on occasion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Really wow. good. And the final one that I remember you and I had so much fun playing um, and was endlessly kind of uh, replayable was Revenge of the Sith. But it wasn't... Um, it was... The style was of the, it... Again, that was the side-scroller one. It yeah. was like a cartoony, but not... an anime one. Yeah. yeah. Very strange. The, some, you know, you had the, vid, the, the console release, which was very um, realistic, you yeah. know, PlayStation 2 graphics. And then you had <laughs> this anime yeah, RPG-style um, side-scrolling GBA game. It was very strange, but oh endlessly enjoyable. I do remember that. I do remember that. And again, I think I've got that. We'll have to do some kind of like live stream like, with the camera panned over our shoulders. Because yes. I have no idea how you would record that because they are so old. I don't know if you'd have some kind of adapter that could go oh, into that the That was computer. the thing, wasn't it? These, I remember we had a Lord of the Rings game that you actually, to play multiplayer, you had to, to have a system link. Yeah, to a cable. Little, that's mad. Oh, that's mad. But I, I did, so do you fun. know what? I actually... In my in seniority, I completely forgot about the Game Boy games because, <laughs> like, how how, how I much think fun that just shows were. my seniority. <laughs> but well, they were so it was it was so fun as a child because it was portable and stuff like that, and you could Absolutely. just play these Star Wars games because we used to do these very long trips up to our grandparents up in we Liverpool, did. and it would often be like St. a Helens, not yeah, Liverpool. well, it was in, <laughs> in and around that area, wasn't it? Yes, um, it was. It was a f- what four hour drive. Five, yeah. yeah, four five hour drive. Um, mother would take us what like six o'clock in the morning. 
Yeah, something like that. So it was like this was before times where we didn't have iPhones, didn't really have laptops, didn't no. have tablets. So all we had were these little Game even, Boy. Advance. Even before the PlayStation Portable. Yeah, well, we never really got the chance. I never really got a chance to play one of those. No, no, we. You know, that was something else. Is we never had. Um, Donk. <laughs> we never had any of the, um, you know, the consoles when we were yeah. younger because they were just too expensive. Yeah. So, you know, the Game Boy was the the kind of our console. Our Nintendo Switch of the time. It was. <laughs> I remember playing things like Metroid Fusion. Yeah. Do you know? I, I would love to go back and play some of those games. I think. Uh, well, why don't why don't when you leave, I'll give you your Game Boy. I don't know about the charger. You might need to. I might still have it actually. I'll just, just hold it up check. in a lightning storm and hope for the yeah, best. Yeah, in it. But that that was mad. I'll tell you what. My first experience, barring the Game Boy. Um, so I went around a friend's house and they had a PlayStation 2 and the first game that I remember interacting with like in a major way that was like a obviously a big step up from the Game Boy was the original Battlefront from 2004 and I remember because it was the map Kashyyyk Docks I believe and I, I distinctly remember as, as a kid I, I was just like he was playing and I was sat there like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I need this game in my life I need it. Oh, and didn't we get it? Oh, we did. <laughs> we, we did. Um, and I remember, I was like, right, I need to get this game. I need to get this. But obviously, my, bless our, our, our beloved mother. She couldn't really afford to get us like a PlayStation or anything like that for our, our birthdays or anything like that. Um, so my granddad built me a very ancient PC. Like it, it was my first PC, and it was like a proper. It had like 512 megabytes of RAM and stuff like that. Had a rollerball mouse, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a rollerball mouse. I don't think mine did. Did it? I can't remember. No, I think mine did. No, I think yeah, so. But um, yeah, so he built me that, and then I think I got Battlefront, the the, the Battlefront game, and then we had to get a graphics card as well because my computer didn't have a graphics card, and it was it was such an ordeal to finally get it. But oh my word, when we, when I first got it, do you know what it was? It was the loading screens for for that game. So you have a galaxy view, yeah, and it would like oh, yes, doo-doo-doo. it would slowly go in and it zoom in and a and it was oh my, <laughs> it was so sick and it would like slowly zoom in the map. There was so many like it was it was the fact that you were doing instant action. There was just a list yeah. of different places. You know there was like Renvar. There was Coruscant. Do you know what? Renvar is always the one that sticks out to me because we've never seen it. It's just like it's just yeah. it's like Hoth, but it's not Hoth. It's Renvar. Yeah, um, and. and it had a giant ice lake and stuff like that, and yeah. it was just like fantastic. It was brilliant. That game was was amazing. Okay, so let's let's steer it back to <laughs> focus. Stay on target. Yeah, stay stay on, on target. Um, so let's bring it back. So what was like? Obviously, it's probably going to be hard for you to narrow it down to one singular favorite game. I but can do it on one hand. How okay, about that? One hand's it. worth of games. Okay, with four fingers, not not including a thumb. Is that possible? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on then. Right. Hit us with your favourite games. Okay. Right. Go so I have one. been. You know, I was asked to come up with one, but it was too tricky. So, um, overall, if I had to pick absolutely one that I could only ever play again, it would be Knights of the Old Republic. Um, that's my overall winner. So if I had to only use one finger, it would be that one. <laughs> um, because it it had everything. It, at the time, it had amazing graphics. The story was. Um, you know, it was so immersive. Uh, it was different as well. I it was, was literally, so I was literally going to say that the, the the terminology would be it was different. Yeah, it was very much what the the promise of the prequels before the prequels. I know mm. the prequels is like I think 
Old Republic came out in 2003. Yeah. Um, and obviously the prequels were in kind of mid-swing there. Yeah. But, um, you know, the idea of ancient Jedi, ancient Sith, but things were still, you know, they still had spaceships. It wasn't yeah. swords it was still or Star like Wars-y. Absolutely. You still had that feel. The music was incredible. Um, and I think, yeah, overall, Knights of the Old Republic would be my winner. Uh, there's also yeah, a bit of a story to it is uh, for Christmas, I, I when we first got the computer, um, I ordered five. I, I asked for five games for Christmas. I can't remember, it was like a Star Trek Voyager, Elite Force, uh, yeah. random other ones, and Knights of the Old Republic. I and I thought I didn't remember that. I didn't. Know oh, that. and I remember because we got them up at up at um, Nan and Grandad's. So we were up there for a good couple of weeks. So I didn't get home. You know, I was stewing, just looking at the manuals for these games, um, and I was looking at the technical specifications. Now, as a twelve-year-old or however old I was, um, I didn't have a clue. Uh, but I was looking at it, going, "Yes, I think this this you know that matches what I've got." Uh, and I was convinced that the the game that I would definitely be able to play. All the others were up in the air, as in, "Oh, I don't know if it's compatible," um, but. With Knights of the Old Republic, I was sure it would work. Oh, no. 100%. I can, I can hear this is leading to bitter disappointment. Oh, you can guess which game never worked, can't you? Because um, I remember it worked on my computer, didn't it? It worked on yours, yes. I don't know what it was, but my computer, it didn't work on. Uh, it kept crashing, kept freezing, um, and we didn't have, you know... I bet you these days we could look at it and be like, right, it was a simple issue of, like, compatibility. It or probably was, like absolutely. That. hilarious. Um, so, actually, do you know, it, it was, you know, we played it on your computer. I was going to say, because, like, one of my fondest memories as a kid was... The, the basically the first initial level that you you were on is the planet called Taris, which is basically like a B Tech version of Coruscant. Yes, um, and I remember I would have. I think this is this this stems from my my enjoyment of watching other people play games because I remember when I was a kid I would sit there and I'd watch you play <laughs> on my PC in my bedroom and early was, on in the morning as well yeah. I'd, w- I'd wake I'd be like sneaking yeah and dressed I dressed like, all in black I, I loved it and I was like oh my god this is so cool and I think that's what's inspired me as to become a like to do YouTube and stuff like that and so yeah. just to confirm, I am your inspiration. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> yes, I must. We have that on film, then. Yes, I, I must. I must admit, but it was it was <laughs> such a joy because it was there would be it was, it was always that time like you see those memes of like oh when when you can't do a level so you get your big brother to do it. It was stuff <laughs> like that. It was like when we first got off off Terrace and it was just like whoa, and it was like this oh. this big ordeal and like obviously I played through it a couple of months back and obviously I smashed off I, I smashed out the planet like in like a couple of hours because I'm like I know what I'm doing and I'm, I've matured to the point where I'm like mate I can do this this and this I know what I'm doing with this and but it was still such a blast to play through it absolutely well yeah I remember we were stuck on Taris for a while because it was after we'd done uh, I think the some of the fights in yeah. the um the fight pits and um yeah i could, couldn't, couldn't work out what to do next yeah. and i didn't think to press j to look at the journal um to work out what to do um and yeah it was because we were like almost so like we, winging it all the time but yeah like, like you said like the voice acting was amazing there was like legends like jennifer hale who has now been in like she's one of the probably the go-to female voice actors in Absolutely. the gaming industry yeah um, the likes of Raphael sparge who's oh. been in uh, like physical stuff and obviously in in voice work um, who were some of the others there was like uh, there, there was, was Tom loads. Kane doing Yoda or, or uh, Master Vandar um, you had the voice um, oh he's recently passed Ed Asner Ed Asner yeah, uh, Vrook uh, Master Vrook yeah. uh, before he was an up he was in Star Wars exactly um, yeah, that very very deep grizzled old man kind of voice oh, it? It, was, it was very fantastic nice. but it, it was great because it gave us 
new law, new planets, just everything was new. And it, it was one of those things where the game designers could call upon this kind of like stuff and be like, right, we can do X, Y, and Z because it's 4,000 years ago. Absolutely. The time frame was perfect. And it was very much like they didn't have to adapt like it was the first of its kind in that time yeah so it didn't have to you you never had all these complaints like oh why don't they use things from canon it was canon it was it created its own canon and it was just fantastic do you remember how like it took four it it took four discs to install it (laughs) yes i've still got the four discs i've still got my original four discs like People who don't appreciate like the the early noughties in terms of like technology. Yeah. This game, I think, was only like ten gigabytes in terms of yeah. its, its memory and stuff. I like. don't think it was big. No, and it took four discs. It was it just it just boggled the mind. And the the anxiety, yeah, because you didn't that want- you felt watching in between. Like I didn't eat for about three hours, <laughs> um, which if you you know know me or look at me, I eat quite regularly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, if you know, just sitting there watching this bar load for three hours, yeah. and then the the intense stress. I looked like I'd gone swimming and after pre- I had to change discs. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that one or two of the discs got pretty scratched for the amount of times that we were like yes. installing it and stuff like that. But oh, they still work. Like I have to admit, obviously it was 2003. I'm pretty sure it won Game of the Year because yeah, of how it amazing did. it was. It was it was like on. I don't know if it was one of the first big RPGs because I don't know if you'd had you'd have Neverwinter's Nights and like um, some of the other ones that Bioware had done, but this was the one that I really think that thrusted them into the limelight, yeah. that led them on to do things like Mass Effect, things like Dragon Age, and then obviously to come back and do the Old Republic MMO. Um, yes. I mean, you know, I mean, it kind of set the bar. It did. It really did. And the expectation for story as well, like the deep story and, and the emotion behind it, you really felt for those yeah. characters. Um, do we, I don't think... Do, we, no, do you know what? Go, guys, go and play it. Just go and play it. I don't want to spoil it in terms of like anything major because it had some major major plot points. Well, I, mean, I suppose if they want to see what happens, they could just watch your channel. Exactly. It's all on, live on my YouTube channel. So, Which we'll put a link for in the description. Yeah, maybe. Not that, <laughs> I'm not that fast. It's fine. <laughs> I'll plug it somewhere else. Um, Face but, search him on Google and you'll just find it. <laughs> um, but obviously, nowadays, if you look at it, like some of the graphics probably don't entirely hold up. Yeah, it's I a think bit, that it's, it's a the bit models, bl- it, it? Yeah, it's a bit blocky. It's yeah. that, it is that prime 2000, 2005 graphics, that like GTA style, blocky. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still, it's not bad. It's not like it's it's disastrous. I do, do you know what? I think it, it almost becomes, you, you almost appreciate how yeah. technically good it was it's, at the it's time. A, it's a piece of art. It is. And like the landscapes, the vistas are not atrocious at all. No. They're, they're quite beautiful to look at. Yeah. Going out onto the dune scene of Tatooine. Yeah. Or going, Amazing. Like, walking through Otto City in on Manam. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the Rosha trees of Kashyyyk. You know, the Valley of the Sith Lords and Korriban. I feel like you're just throwing Nerd, terms out there. Mate. <laughs> Nerd, I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, if you go to the Shadowlands. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Um, obviously, it was, I think, what? I think it was a year later. It was either a year later or two years later. The second uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords, came yes. out. A little bit more controversial in it terms was. of they, they cut a lot of content, which did inevitably affect the story but again yes. when i played through that i i don't think i appreciate it as much as i probably could have done because when i was playing it through um a couple of months back again i was like mate this is really good this i is really really good i love kotor 2 
It's not my favourite because it is so incomplete yeah. and I've never... Like, I could tell you the storyline of KOTOR 1. Yeah. With KOTOR 2, it all got a bit wishy-washy. But... And it was quite deep. Yeah, I was going to say, you needed, like, a mature level of understanding to be like, right, okay, this character's, like, main goal is actually this. Yeah. And is revealed via this. And, and oh actually, my God, they're doing the, they're doing this. What I would recommend, I... I um. You know, in my copious amounts of spare time, which everyone will know is sarcasm, um, I actually spent a bit of time listening to that on YouTube. There's a uh, I can't remember the person's name, but they did a hour and a bit video about the philosophy of Kraya. Oh yes, I think in fairness, I think I've seen. I haven't watched it, but I've seen it in my recommended. And yeah, it's like an hour and a half. It opened my eyes yeah. even more about that game, and I just liked how different it was. She was such a unique character. The whole storyline was yeah. the, the idea of you know the, something wrong with the force, and someone who doesn't you know she uses the force, but she she hates it, and she doesn't you know she wants to get rid of it. Mm. It was fantastic, and the type such so much darker. Yeah, it was very much the Empire Strikes Back mm. yeah. of of that. That you is, know, a, those, that is a good. That is a good comparison. So dark, so um, deep, and steeped it, in mysticism. Because it was, it was going in that direction where it was like the first game, a lot of Jedi, a lot of Sith, and then it dipped suddenly. We got no Jedi. Yeah. you're on your own. Very much Sith. Revenge of the Sith feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you against the galaxy, almost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So maybe it felt more familiar in that sense, and like Jedi was more special, but also felt like it was very much more. Um. Yeah, it, it was. You were more Jedi than in the previous game. Yeah. Like there was more Jedi ness and Force related things. Whereas you know you can still enjoy for Kotor one. You can still enjoy the pew pew pew. Yeah. Um, I feel like we glanced over this way too quickly. But some like the voice acting was amazing. We didn't even talk about the characters. Like some of the characters, like to list a few, you've got two of the best droids in the whole Star Wars franchise. Absolutely, probably topping C three PO and R two D two by a long shot. You got T three M A and H K four seven, and I'm oh. sorry, they are amazing. H K was something special. Was this assassin droid with sass, with sarcasm, all in a robotic voice, all with a hatred towards organic life? It, the the line delivery was acknowledgement um, was amazing. <laughs> starting each sentence with a with how his emotion was, so he would be like starting a sentence with sarcastic, and then he would say something, yeah. so, say something. So oh, it was just it pleasant was, greeting. Good morning, master. It was just oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was it was his. I don't want to say evil, but his very. It was almost his casual. Casual nastiness. Yes. And, and he, and, yeah. you know, he clearly had this huge disdain for humans. He called them meat bags. Yes. Um, and it was it was fantastic. Was, uh, you know, allow me to blast this meat bag for exactly. you, master. It was just brilliant. Um, and obviously there was there was the, the likes of like Candrus Ordo, uh, oh. a mercenary Mandalorian who was we, very such a great character. Which was another thing that was so good about that game was actually we got a lot more Mandalorian lore. Yeah, we, we did. Like it, it did that did borrow the idea of like the Mandalore and yeah. the leader of the Mandalorians yeah. from I believe there were novels about it. Yeah, because um, you had like Mandalore the Ultimate, Mandalore the, in, uh, the Invincible. There was there's, yes. there's been so many of the title. Um, there was the cool dynamic duo of Mission Veo and Zalbar. Oh, yeah, yes, have, another Wookie having a cool Wookie. Companion, it's just like that's, and then of course in the second one, an evil Wookiee. Uh, yeah, you had the choice of that, which I do think they used as a template for. I will never remember or be able to pronounce his name. That there's an evil Wookiee in the comics. Uh, I think it's Black Chrysanthemum. Oh, is it? I, I've just, I think I've pronounced it. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's in. It. I'm sure that 
what was the name of the bad rookie? Um, Honha. Honha. I'm sure Honha was was the template for yeah. Black Chrysanthemum. There was there was just so many cool cool ones. Not to mention some of the cool Jedi. Obviously, you had Bastila Shan. Uh, you had uh, Johanni, and then obviously old Mystic Grumpy Pants, Jolie Bindo. Ah, oh, Jolie Bindo. Jolie. Now was that Kevin Michael Richardson who did the voice? It might have been. I can't remember off the or top of my head. Yeah, someone else. I'll double check later. But he but he like he, he was again a character who was. I think you'd class him as a grey Jedi. Yeah, it was kind of that more pragmatic, I use the force, but I'm not going to get drawn into that kind yeah. of dogmatic um, uh, dogma, or dogmatic dogma. Yeah. Um, you know, the the, the rules and, and the, the systems mm. um, of, of the Jedi Order, which obviously George Lucas then explored in Revenge of the Sith mm. and, and Attack of the Clones, the kind of how actually the systems around something are what bring it down. Yeah, indeed. Um Obviously, it would be nice to... Ha- there are mods out there for, at least PC, I know that, for KOTOR 2 to restore a lot of the cut content. Um, apparently, there was... Because I never played it, and I probably should, which is quite bad. Um, there's an HK factory, because obviously in that game, there is. there's a lot of HK 5.0 models, which are these silver ones, which are just like basically just like some bog-standard droids that yeah, you're up against produced. Um, I think it's expa- I think it expands upon Malachor 5 I believe yes, I, ho- I, ho- I, I hope because so because the game I'll try not to spoil it too much but the, the game's first and second act are very detailed very 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 flushed out in terms yeah. of like um, you know what, what you need to do and then when it gets to the third and final act it sort of gets there very quick like it happens just like yeah. that and you're, you're a bit sat there going Hold on a minute. How have we got to here? What's going on here? And I think there's a lot of stuff that is cut out in the middle because unfortunately it was a rushed or it was a rushed development. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm thinking about it now. I'm pretty sure there was only a year between the two games. It might which, well have been, which is really bad because obviously I think it got handed over to Obsidian Entertainment, which yes. it was uh, a different subsidiary of like Bioware. So you know they were under a lot of pressure. You know this game had just one game of the year. They had to deliver, and I think they just they just fell short a little bit but all those all that restored content is out there so you can get it um so you know again check it out it i is just wish that there was the, the only bug that really bugged me was the um the speech skipping bug and that's yeah. still present in the game today yeah. if you try and play it is every now and again all the cutscenes will just yeah. whiz by and you won't there, there was well, there was a way to fix it because i think i had it when I when I was recording it, um, he just had to save it and reload it. Obviously, it, was, it did break an immersion a little bit, but yeah. if you save the game, reload it. It was a very very weird game, um, or oh, very weird bug. Sorry. So obviously, you had a long list of favorite games. I mean, yeah. Well, I, should I, we hear yours? I was going to say, I'm 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 in agreement with you. Kotor is my favorite game. Like it will be childhood memories. The 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 story combat. We didn't. Even, yeah, I was going to say we didn't even talk about that. This wasn't a like hack and slash game. No, not this at was all. a Dungeons and Dragons. Dice roll. It was turn-based, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have, you know, but it was also. I think it's important to say because I've recently played or started playing uh, Divinity Two, which is is true turn-based. Oh, is it? Like, um, I don't. Know, <laughs> those of you who among us who have played uh, the Game Boy Advance games, there was uh, the first Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring game, oh, yeah. which was a turn-based thing. You tell each character to do something, then you press kinda go. Like, kind of like a Mario, Mario and Luigi kind of style. You know how like yes, the- <laughs> it's a superstar saga. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, it was very much like that. You. Um, it, was very, it was very much not like that in the sense of actually you would tell them what to do in real time you mm. could pause it if you needed to to queue up actions I suppose it was more like an MMORPG in the yeah. sense that you could you know, queue up various actions but it felt so much more immersive I mean it wasn't I think these days people looking at it 
would be like that's such a weird way of doing it but it, it worked elegantly in terms of when you had say uh, sword fighting or lightsaber combat it worked very well in terms of interactions between people yeah um, activating moves and just the general flow and choreography of fights it worked it worked surprisingly well so it did it, it, I, I, I think the system shouldn't be frowned upon so much for being used in that way no absolutely not and i think i do i i I can't I, I can't put my finger on what it was, but between that and the Old Republic gameplay, I prefer Knights of the Old Republic because there's something about it. I think you just feel more in it. Maybe it's the camera angle. Mm. Maybe it's where like the you know the actions are always above the person that you're doing it to. Mm. So you know the villain that you're fighting, you would be selecting them and choosing the action above them rather than all having it on the board and just sitting there pressing. Well, the I think that well that's the, I think that's the the thing with modern like modern RPGs where they have that kind of quick you want to get the abilities off quickly so yeah you haven't got time for that kind of like hold a minute so there we go uh <laughs> so yeah a little, little pub came out <laughs> um so obviously we've got our favorite i have put these other games under notable mention oh notable oh serious oh you give me all that grief about having multiple fingers <laughs> well i mean I, they're not my favorite the notable mentions the notable diff- mentions go on then we'll mention your notables okay. well, don't mention your notables <laughs> but mention so know. uh we've got delving into the real-time strategy we've got a classic of empire at war yes one of the first you know, real-time strategy games, you know, playing as Empire, Rebellion, you know, Mon Calamari Cruises against Star Destroyers. And I think the, the, I, see, the thing is, we played that around the same time that we were immersed in Battle for Middle-Earth. Yes. The Lord of the Rings yeah. RTS. So I think that got kind of, for me, I love I love the the, the space battle yeah. um, of Empire at War because oh, that was different. Don't steal my thing. That's my thing. I like the space battle. Do oh, you I, stick with your lore? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and, and I think I never played the land battles. I never played the campaign. Um, but I, I vividly remember the space battles and mm. having so much fun with that because it was so different. And, and the second game that came out, The Force of Corruption, it was... To this day, one of the most moddable games you could go out there. Like I, I know there's people out there that have created 4K graphics for it. They've created really dozens of new mo- dozens of new units. They've done different <sighs> eras, different genres. Like yes, because I've I've seen um, the the Knights of the Old Republic version yeah. where you've got Sith troopers. Mate, there's, and... there's loads. There's Star Trek. There's Mass Effect. There's Stargate. There's there's the the game Ooh, is so Stargate. so optional in terms of what it can do. Um, I recently on stream did. Uh, the old uh, Empire at War for script and the mod called The Awakening of the Rebellion. Oh, nice! And it oh my, it was so fun. Like the amount of units you had, the detail from. And again, this is a game from two thousand five. Yeah, like this is this is like how amazing mods can be. And it it was a blast. Like it was so fun to instead of being sat in there in a, in the cockpit of an X wing, for example, you're controlling a squad of X wing. You're controlling a fleet of ships. It was it was such a fun experience to be that commander to step to step back. Um, from the from the close combat yeah. to the wide combat, and it was oh, it was a blast when I was a kid. I do remember it. I was just like, this is. I fun. also remember back in the day when we were younger, we used to try and make movies out of these things, didn't we? Like yeah. various games, one of which I'll come to later. Early YouTubers, we were yes, <laughs> almost. Yes. Um, and and that particular Empire at War had that camera angle, didn't it? So that you could actually... Cinematic, c- yeah. Cinematic camera, so you could see all the X-Wings and things flying through. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was and brilliant. I remember using that. I mean, I don't know where they are now, but I remember using it. Yeah. It was fantastic it to was see. Like, like using like fraps or like bandy cam. Oh, good old fraps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we had in 2000... 
Oh, I think I've got the dates wrong here. I think in 2000... Did we have the original Battlefront? The first Battlefront. Was that in 2004 or 2003? Because for some reason I put 2005, but I'm pretty sure that was Battlefront 2. Yeah, I think 2005 was Battlefront 2. 2000, I want to say 2002. Yeah, it might have been around that. But obviously that game came out. We had, you know, very boots on the ground. That, yes. lovely, that lovely Call of Duty reference that is, is, is always used. But it was that boots on the ground, clones, droids... Empire, Rebellion, different classes, vehicles, oh, the vehicles. Wide, wide open maps. Absolutely. Boom. And, and heroes, weren't a terrifying. Thing. No, they were a thing, but no, you couldn't play as them. Oh, really? You, yeah, you could have, um, uh, you had power ups, so you could have like extra reinforcements or you could have um, our troops heal each other. I think it was for Galactic Conquest. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, and, not an instant um, action, but yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, actually, okay, yeah. one of the perks that you could have was... Um, uh, heroes, so uh, you know, a hero will accompany you on your mission, and you'd have like I, I vividly remembered Bespin, yeah, uh, the Cloud City, you 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 know, flying the um, the Tabana gas mine. You'd have uh, there was a, a central platform area with a tunnel, and suddenly Darth Vader started running towards you, <laughs> and it was all about killing this non-playable character um, who was just invincible, and you had like Count Dooku and all that. Oh, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Because yeah, that was that's that that first game was just all about. It was all about just your being the trooper. Yeah, and absolutely. obviously that was the basis. And then when two thousand five rolled around, oh my word, did it open up? Yeah. You had new era of clones. You had a voice a voice acted campaign, which was very cool. That as, was uh, Tim Ware Morrison. Yeah, it? as the five hundred first. Um, you yeah. had expanded instant action and galactic conquest heroes, heroes, space battles. And, and they, oh. were, they were very they oh yeah and actually that would be that's on my list as one of the, the one of the favorite games in terms of the, the the gameplay and the hours I've spent playing it yeah um you know something like Call of Duty these days I don't find very enjoyable no, 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 no. um I haven't bought I haven't bought Call of Duty for so long just because I'm just like no. but but the nature of that Star Wars Battlefront two with the the novelty of the space battles mm. the fact that you could take the battle from outside the spaceship and go into the spaceship that was, yeah um and and Rather than, whereas at the moment, like current Battlefront, I don't think you can do. You haven't got that level of of no, interplayability. I, mean, I haven't played it in a while. In Battlefront Two, obviously, they introduced the supremacy game mode, where you start at the ground and then go up to the ship. But you don't have that level level in between. No, and I think that was actually that was one of the things that was in that leaked. Was it Battlefront Three trailer? Yeah, there was where you could take off, go fly into space. Up. Oh, yeah, that and I was... thought, where did they go wrong? Um, but yeah, so I mean, the the Star Wars Battlefront Two, so good. That campaign was incredible yeah. the story of the 501st through um you know through kind of revenge of the sith attack of the clones revenge of the sith and then going into um the the, the original trilogy mm. um also a very heavily modded game yeah i was which, literally that was one point i was gonna say yeah yeah um and being able to play as some of like the heroes from the clone wars you could play as you know a variety of different people um it was just fantastic yeah it was always good to have a game that was always that would have been open for modders to do because yeah. and to upgrade like even this battlefront to like the recent one like that's very moddable highly moddable and there's been loads of ones you know they've done the models and all this kind of stuff I mean, yeah. I mean, it I think was that's that's the one thing I miss about being a PC gamer because I'm a, I, you know, I don't have, you know, it's expensive. Yeah. I, I can't afford the play, the the gear. So I, I, you know, I'm very fortunate that you know my wife and I we got a PlayStation Five between us and and rubbing it, rubbing <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, and um, you know, I don't, I don't, we don't, we can't mod them. I don't, I don't know if it's possible on a PS Five, but um, um, 
you know, it, it's less interesting. Yeah, it does. It does limit your options. But that was that was such a great game back in the day. Mm. Um, obviously, another one that I recently played through on stream was Republic Commando. It was a very short but sweet game, challenging as well. Quite challenging, from what I remember, um, because it was it was one of those. Back in the in the day when you didn't, you had to find health packs and you had to find stations to recharge. Yeah, and actually, they got quite challenging. Like the droids weren't easy to destroy. Yeah, you no, got a super battle droid. I think that, that was, that, was that was our understanding of the game in terms of like like we're well, going through it again. I didn't. I played it on normal difficulty, and it it wasn't. I'm not gonna say it was a breeze. There were definitely challenging oh, it's moments because I play on hard difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't. I'm just a, I'm just a scrub casual. Um, <laughs> There was there was some challenging elements, but it was just that cool element of of you are a tight tight little unit. You're you know you you've got cool orders that you can give out. You yeah, can dish out command. to people. Um, I also liked the fact that you got different characters. Yeah, like you had. I mean, yes, I think there were supposed to be clones, but they were voiced. You yeah, know, Raphael Sparge. Yeah. You had um, Sev. You had Fixer and the other one. Boss was boss. Boss was you Tim, were Tim, boss. Tim Ware Morrison. Um, and I, I, I've written on my notes. It was almost Clone Wars before Clone Wars. You yeah. got that kind of yeah. that camaraderie, yeah, that personality, um, that unique personality. Yes, per clone. absolutely. And so each clone was very similar. Uh, it was not very similar, but very different from each other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you got that camaraderie. Uh, I still think there should be a sequel where we find out what happens happens to Sev. Yeah. Um, but you know. Yeah. What will be, what will be. Um, and obviously, one of my last last ones, um, delving more into, I think this was like the 2010 era, was the Force Unleashed games, which were, again, ones that were like expanded upon the lore, but it, it was switching to a hack and slash, mm. but oh, it was fun with the oh, physics, the force powers, even the characters. So this was, this was obviously turned into Legends. Yes. Because obviously they had some like absolute mad stuff in it in terms of like what could happen. They did Secret Apprentice, exactly. which do you know what isn't too far from like Inquisitors these days. Yeah, um, you had the, the biggest change has been the birth of the rebellion. Yeah, it, that game introduced at the end the birth of the rebellion. You know where did they get the the logo from of the Firebird, which obviously nowadays is very much based in Rebels and the crew and yeah. and Sabine, um, whereas. Um, it was actually Galen Marrick's family crest, wasn't it? Uh, and it was fantastic. And funnily enough, that is one of my favourite games. I've put that in the story category uh, of of favouriteness. Um, it, it was one of the ones, it, again, it, it was delving into a time that we already knew, that kind of Revenge of the Sith time, or mm. post-Revenge of the Sith, yeah. I should say. In that which, gap. you know, guild, you know put, hold my hands up, that's one of my favourite time periods, because it is, you've still got Jedi, but much like in... Kotor two, you've still got Jedi, but they're a threat, mm. um, and they're they're you know they're not as popular. They're they're being hunted, um, and Force Unleashed is one of those ones that I will put on the cinematic movie of yeah. uh, all the cutscenes and watch. Uh, that's probably one of the it most was, it was watched, a blast, wasn't it? Um, by me, um, obviously the acting as well. I think it was one of the first games where it felt like they'd had true motion capture. Yeah, with um, Darth Vader's face was so so movable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, we're not taking into regard. This was the introduction of Sam Whitner, uh, Whit- Sam Whit, Whit- Sam Whitwer, Sam yes. Whitwer, yes, um, into the Star Wars universe, and obviously he's played such a pivotal role in terms of voice acting, in Absolutely. terms of acting in general. He's yeah. put his foot in the door and uh, worked his way in. Exactly. He's, you know, this this was his. He, he dipped his toe in the uh, the Star Wars universe, and he hasn't. He, he's dived in, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Like he's, in, he's in anything Star Wars. I'm pretty sure he's probably a full, full Star Wars fan. Oh, he is. I've seen him do Star Wars trivia contests and things like that. Yeah, so I mean, so he's, you know, 
because of this game he was in, he was introduced and, yeah you know. and and obviously I think a lot has been taken from the Force Unleashed I think the idea of Inquisitors has been taken from from the idea of you know Vader's secret apprentice um, you also had you know like Shadow Troopers and things like that yeah Dark Troopers and all that kind of stuff also I I you know I have no justification for this but I think the idea of Ram Kota yeah um, cool is is Kanan. Yeah, I think Kane and Jarrus is based heavily on Ram Kota, the idea of a Jedi who was, you know, around during that time. He does get blinded as well. He gets blinded, um, and he finds, you know, he, he's he's kind of he loses his way, and then he finds it again when he mm. needs an, when he has an apprentice. I think that's Kanan, um, and yeah, I, I just I, I love it. I really do, and the, and the locations as well. Yeah, there was Raxus Raxus Prime, that, that junkyard planet. They, they went to Kashyyyk, didn't they? A couple of times. They did. Felucia. I remember yes, that. that was that, that was a tricky one. That was that was an interesting one. Um, and like the imperial shipyards and things like yeah. that, and and it was just a new look. If you know, you had different types of sh- sh- you know troopers. Um, second one was a bit of a disappointment. I think the second one was too much of too much. I want to say too much of the same, but it felt very samey. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean samey as in compared to the first one. I feel like. Mm. The levels and things were quite, you know. Here we go again. I'm doing. I feel like things. it was a rush. That was again. That was a rush development one because it was. I I distinctly remember the campaign was a lot shorter. Um, it yeah. was a lot more buggy, and I'm pretty sure that the ports to PC from both the first and the second were very bad in terms of like um, controller manageability and just like UI interfaces and stuff like that. I'm very yeah. certain that people were having a lot of complaints about that. Yeah, and I think. It was also tricky storyline wise because I'm not going to spoil Force Unleashed, but um, it wasn't easy to carry on. Yeah, from that's it true. almost would have been better having left it. Yeah, there. just no sequel. Um, but I think it just goes to show how popular it was. Yeah. And they made a sequel after I mean, what they did it, with the character. It was also one. Of, I feel like this was one of the games where it also had uh, a light side and a dark side ending based on your actions. Well, uh, based on your actions in the previous level, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the four, you yeah. had one choice at the end yeah. of the at the end of the game. But it still it still generated that that second outcome, and it also had one of the best DLCs. Like people rate, I think it was the first game that had the DLC. That one where they face Luke. Uh, yeah, the yeah. It was all, almost Sith yeah. Edition. It was almost like um, uh, the alternate. Uh, and yeah, a what if scenario, yeah. and it was you know, people rated it. And I, do you know what? Looking back at the idea of concept of it, like Leia, they had like Leia turning into a full full Jedi with yes, like a yellow what, lightsaber, it, and, and they linked, didn't they? So you know, you had Star Killer um, hunting down Luke. He found Luke. He, he either trained or killed Luke. Yeah, um, and then you had Leia take up the mantle of yeah. the Jedi. It was a very cool what if. It really was. Um, and, and the costume was brilliant. Yeah, and like you see cosplayers play as, yeah, as definitely. Lord Starkiller all the time. Yeah. And again, heavily in- influenced, I think, um, the look of the Inquisitors. Yeah, definitely agreed. Um, right, so obviously the next section... Oh, well, there, there is one oh, more I'd okay. like to add. Okay. One final one. This will be my fifth. So um, there's one... Uh, I wanted to include one of the newer games, uh, and that's Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, yeah, that's, um, that's completely acceptable. Because... Oh, thank you. <laughs> because um, although... It was one of those things. It, it's the most realistic looking game. Yeah. It's a stunning game. Yeah. Um, it's set in one of my favourite time periods. Again, yeah, that little period between three and four. Yeah, and and that and and like the flashbacks where you see um, the, the the lead up to Order sixty six. Order sixty six itself is shown, which is always fantastic. Uh, I think that was the first time, apart from Battlefront two 
the original, that we'd actually seen Order 66 from a dis- different perspective. Yeah. Um, and then the n- nostalgia of, you know, being in this post-Revenge of the Sith world and seeing, like, the, the downed Venator. Yeah. Um, and, getting, and getting just dis- dismantled, like, on absolutely. a... Absolutely. Like, and even when it's crashed on... Is it Bracca? No, it's not oh, Bracca. a different it's, mission? It's, it, I don't know whether it's the Zepho homeworld. But it's one where it's under, like at one point you go underwater. Oh, yeah, because I it to, for my, to my shame, I have yet to play it. I'm waiting. <gasps> I know. Well, I mean, it's because I'm I'm in this stage where I don't want to get it on PlayStation or I want to get it on PC. You know, I'm I'm in that like I don't know which one I want to do it on. Have you got a PlayStation? Well, I'm thinking about getting one. So because if depending on which one you get, they are you know part of the news that's coming up later is that they are that well they have released a next gen update for it. Oh really? So you can get the next gen update. Ah, so this, yeah, again, this is what I mean. I don't know whether to get it on PC or I don't know. So I, yeah, I'm I'm an R and I'll make a decision. I mean, I but quite enjoy playing it on on the PS5. Yeah, um, just because of like the, the the combat style, it's very. Yeah, and actually, at first, I I hated the game because yeah. of the combat, and I couldn't do it. You know, because, like timings and stuff like that. Yeah, it because very, it was Dark Souls, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was, it was almost like to Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. It was a goat that killed me repetitively, <laughs> and I I I oh, um, but um. It, it was it was very much it was almost misleading a bit like the witcher in the sense of the combat you don't really block you dodge hmm. like that one bit of skill would have helped me <laughs> just don't block dodge just run there we go um but the story was great um in terms of the perp- like the context of it i would say some of the missions were a bit like meh yeah like the, the like the purpose of uh, the, the 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 backstory of of the zepho you know this ancient jedi or Force sensitive civilization were a bit. It was a bit underwhelming, hmm. but the emotions were strong. The ending was fantastic. Rogue One level yeah. ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, I, I liked the realism and fear that the Inquisitors brought. It was the first time since you know Star Wars Rebels or comic books mm. that we'd actually seen the Inquisitors in almost a photorealistic Did, way. I can't remember if they had that stupid helicopter. They, 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 they they've they got had, the blade, but I don't know if they do the. They stupid never did the stupid helicopter thing. <laughs> ridiculous that was it's <laughs> light light can't make you fly exactly jokers oh um but yeah so um jedi fallen order is one that i i have recent i've played it twice the mm. first time i i did it to play it mm. the second time i was like right i'm gonna do this again i'm gonna really immerse myself read all the things that there are to read within the game mm-hmm. and i i really enjoy playing mm. it the second time now that i know how to dodge and not block yeah exactly that goat didn't get me again yeah well I, like i said i i will definitely give it a bash at some point because yeah. like you know it's it's one of these ones of the modern era that is a brilliant star wars game right so the question i want to ask now to you if you had two games to remaster, what would they be and why? Now, before I'm going to preface this by saying you can't have one that's already being remastered. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I specifically didn't include that, which again we'll go on to in a bit. Yeah. Um. So, what two games have you said that you would love a remaster for and why? Okay, well, I've got three games. <laughs> I can't, no. I can't uh, win with this guy. I can't win with this the, the, I give him a simple assignment and he can't follow the, it. <laughs> right, the first one is Bounty Hunter. Star Wars Bounty Ooh, Hunter. Uh, I like it, it. They've re-released it on PlayStation, so I've got it. I can't play it because it's awful. Uh, the controls are absolutely atrocious. <laughs> really? The camera angle um, is, is atrocious. The controls are absolutely dire. Um, but it's such a good yeah. concept. It's like... I don't know, predator concrete jungle. You're, you're, you yeah. know, you're walking through things. Uh, you've got to find targets. You scan them. The controls are atrocious. Oh, they? I absolutely hated playing it, really? and I, I haven't got very far in it because I kept, you know, you're trying to jump, 
and things don't work. Oh, is it just very clunky? It's it's so clunky. It's a it's a PS2 game, yeah. but you know I'm playing it on a PS5. Yeah. So we're several generations out, and it's just it's not even remotely but it was a very cool because you're playing as Django Fett playing as Django Fett there's a lot of lore you find out about how he's recruited to be um, the the template for the clones and I think do you know what the Fets are cool right now yeah they are they're, um, they're in uh, they're in, very much in, in. very in very in <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know Tamara Morrison I'm sure he's not short of work at the moment but um, if he wants to come back or I mean they could probably re- reuse KBL, his dialogue yeah. couldn't they but I think it, it would definitely benefit from a, a next gen upgrade as long as they don't do like the stupid thing where they they take like, I'm finding it with modern modern games these days They'll remaster a game and then they'll charge it full price, and it's just like you don't need to do that. You don't, I think like, as long as they charge you full price for a play, PS2 game, like yeah, I'll pay twenty quid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like oh, I wouldn't want to pay fifty quid. Yeah, exactly. Thirty four ninety nine is a decent amount for yeah. for a remaster game, probably focused on the single player. Yeah, like, and that was the thing. It, with me, very much, it's all about single player and story. Yeah. Um, and and I'd love to be able to play the story on this game. Yeah, but I can't because it's crap. Yeah. And so it's that was one of mine because it had such good potential. I was really excited to play it, and I know that you know I've played the Lord, the Return of the King, which is a PlayStation Two yeah. game. Fantastic, yeah. easy controls, um, lovely to play. Yeah. Why couldn't they have? Why couldn't they have achieved that with Bounty Hunter? Obviously, different you know manufacturers yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, it was possible. Mm, and, and so I think even even don't don't worry about the 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 up you know upgrading the graphics. Just change the controller system. <laughs> change the camera system. Let me move the camera uh, without having to, you know, pray to a sun god and, and sacrifice a bird on I, the altar of. I presume of pasta. It, <laughs> it was one of those. It was one of those games, wasn't it? Where you go into an area, you had a fixed camera, and then your orientation of how you'd move would also change. So if you're pushing forward and the camera angle changes. Because the camera angles change, the direction isn't right, so you had to change that as yeah, well. Yeah, there was no camera. You couldn't manually control yeah, the camera. Or, or, yeah. or you could, but the moment you let go, so like you could turn it this way, but the minute you let go, it would flip back. Yeah, very. Um, very oh, that's a very like so early, early gaming kind of thing. It was. Um, but like, otherwise, you know. Yeah, Bounty Hunter. Because yeah. I, I, I think I remember seeing like either in, I think it was maybe a Toys R Us. I feel like they had the demo of it because obviously they're in, in like... These old like toy stores, they used to have like they had, used to have these these consoles set up that people could just go up to and play and stuff like that. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was that with the like little the 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 demo level, which mm, I think quite possibly was in like an arena against one of those three horned. Uh, Do you mean the reek? The reek. I can remember. I can. I was. I knew. I can remember off the top of my head what what it was called. Yeah, I distinctly remember that like that level. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I remember you had a friend that played it, and I watched you. We both watched your friend play it. Um, But yeah, it was... Yeah, it had such potential. And people enjoyed it at the time because they didn't know any better. But coming from it from our spoiled perspective now, I can't... It's such a struggle (laughs) to play. Um, What other games have you got on the list then? See if there's there's anything that matches what my list is. There's one that's been recently re-released on PlayStation, which is Jedi Knight Academy. Oh, okay. And I thought that actually... Do you know what? It's not... It's nowhere near as unplayable like it's not it's, it's a lovely game yeah. you've you've been playing it I know I've and it's fantastic it. I, I just thought it. I loved it a, a visual upgrade to it would be amazing a little bit of a mechanical change as well yes. I would have liked that um, yeah because playing through it it was set about 10 years after Return of the Jedi I think or a few years after yeah it was in 
I don't know the, the, the exact time, but it was very much in... There was actually a series of books called The Jedi Academy. Oh, was it? Um, and it was linked to The Jedi yeah, Academy it was, books. It was, yeah, it, it was a, certainly... Uh, I kept on calling it, when I was recording it, I kept on calling it The Jedi Fallen Order before Jedi Fallen Order. That's what I kept on referring to it as because mm, of the lightsaber... Mechanics-wise. Yeah, yeah, lightsaber combat, the hack and slash over-the-top kind of camera angle. There was cool characters. The mechanics were fun. Like... Story for, was interesting as for, well. Force pushing people off. Like, there was, like, there were mm. so, so many missions where, it, like, you could just force push people and it was it was so satisfying. <laughs> I tell you now, I, when I was playing through it, I was like, this is fun. I believe. that I, I don't know whether it was a mod or whether it was just an option, but you could have dismemberment. Yeah, there was there was an option with it. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I think there Which was is, some, something you could do in the classic coding. Star Wars. You've got to lose a limb. Yeah, exactly. But that, that was, like, next level. Like, there was... You do cool slow-mos when you're fighting a Jedi and you, like you cut it and then the head would head would come off and then the body would come off because the lightsaber would be combo and you're like oh my god and yeah done? that was well that was one of the first times as well where you, the lightsaber would react to things around you so yeah. if you stuck your lightsaber in the wall just by moving the camera it would make leave a scorch it mark. would leave a scorch mark which and then when you're in the rain you'd you'd hear yes the, the sizzling drop, yeah the sizzling and oh. then you see steam coming off it it's like th- those small little things that people add to yeah. the game it just makes it more immersive and you had the different lightsaber styles as well you could choose you you could have double-sided yeah. sabers. You could have, um, and, and not only that, you could have the f- there. There was normal style, fast style, and strong style. Absolutely, to, to deal with different types of enemies, and obviously that is representative of like the different lightsaber forms that you might have. Absolutely, which was very cool. Um, yeah, the graphics and locations were very fun as yeah. well. Like there was new places that you went to, old places you revisited. Um, there were some. There were some proper classic missions. There was the uh, the mission where you you go to rescue some people, but then you end up needing to be rescued yourself, and you can't. It was like a very Dune esque. Like you can't. You got sandworms or whatever they are. <laughs> yes. You can't go on the sand. So yeah. you got to like traverse that across. That was a, creepy. That was that was very like when I played that through, I was like, oh my god, this is very very. Ooh. Yeah. Um. And there was there was other missions to like rescue people on Coruscant. Yeah. Was, it was very was much very like cool. you are you are. Um, almost like the police. Yeah. You know, it was the Jedi Knight Order in the New Jedi Order, so post Return of the Jedi, New Republic. Yeah, yeah, really be, helping people be, out, being the peacekeepers yeah. of the galaxy. Yeah, guardians of peace and justice. Exactly. In the New Republic. Exactly. But no, that was that was a blast of a game, and it obviously it's turned into legends in terms of like lore and stuff. Yes. Because uh, Luke Luke wasn't training new people <laughs> in episode six or seven, so you know, no. we just have to deal with it. Unfortunately, well, it was between it. But yeah. I don't think we'll ever see it. No, I don't think we will. Um, but no, it was a blast game. What other games have you got? The last one I had was Kotor two. Okay, because okay. I think you know I know Kotor one's being remastered, which we'll talk about later. I'm sure, but I think if if that one goes well, do you I think they'll do? I think I, they'll green light it. I don't know whether they will or not. I think they should consider it because yeah. it was such a good game. Yeah, I think the fans. Um, I think the fans would want it. And and the way you know it had new characters, but also it was a th- it got you thinking. Yeah, um, and it was nice to see that the the fall of an order, um, like we've already said, and I just think it, it would benefit, and it would you know, imagine the new fans it would create, people who like it already, plus you know people already introduced to Kotor One because they've got the remaster. Yeah, they can then go on to a brand new Kotor Two that works and it's you that know, works actually <laughs> it's got works. everything. Yeah. I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, last game I put, I put Republic Commando. So my, nice. I would like graphical upgrades, little bit of gameplay upgrades, and I think a little bit expanded story. I think yeah. that would be fun. Not to mention also, I would love to see some kind of like PvP, uh, sorry, PvE 
horde mode to keep it within that it's like the zombies well, I mean, like, I mean, zombie-esque, where you, you and your squad have to survive. I think that would yeah. be something cool. I think that game has the potential for a cool remaster. Here's my question. What would you rather, remaster or sequel? Combination of the two. Like, I mean, I don't... <laughs> I don't I have both? <laughs> I don't, yeah, can I not have my cake and eat it? <laughs> can you not... Like, surely, like, at the end of the day, there was only three missions, right? There were three missions. You could double that. Yeah, three chapters, yeah. You theoretically could double that. Keep it within the same game. Add elements to it. I've never heard of a remaster adding levels like that and adding to the story. But then I haven't heard of many remasters. So no, I mean I don't see I don't see why that wouldn't be a a, a plausible thing. Like, mm. are, is this new Kotal game going to be level for level exactly the same? I think it will be. I mean, yeah, but I think they'll have some freedoms. I think they might change some things. We don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm, like I think you've got to be tr- careful with with remasters because you know it, it, they are. It, it's going to be built again from the ground up. Mm. I think the only change you're going to see is combat. Yeah, probably. I don't. Th- I d- if there is any change, we'll talk about it later. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, but um, yeah, I, I don't know whether whether adding new stories would be an option. Mm. Well, either. Well, I I think it potentially could be. Um, so like max it, mix it into two. Yeah, I mean, why not? You could do Republic Commando too. Mm. I mean, it, I don't see why it wouldn't work. I mean, that would be fun to do like some kind of like survival mode, and maybe do even pull it out of first person and go into third person. That would be cool. We've done. Um, like you could do cover-based shooting. We've you've already played as a Republic Commando in Battlefront Two yep. as one of the as one of the classes, and it works fine. There's no issues. Obviously, the immersive side of it was that first-person you know view with the with the HUD with the camera, absolutely. Um, you know, being in like a face cam kind of style. Um, so obviously, moving on, we have had some great games. So obviously between what 2000 and 2005 were some of the best ones that you know in our humble opinion that were released um, and obviously the big move was in I think it was the early 2013 when EA signed a deal with was it 2015 no, I think it was a bit earlier because they needed to develop some of the games. So I think they they okay. got they got the like because I think I'm pretty sure it's a ten year license. Okay. So I'm they are pretty sure they signed it in 2013, um, and obviously this is when things maybe took a step back. Should we say? Um, so yeah. So as as a brief historical overview, obviously EA t- signed a deal with Lucas. I think it was Lucas Arts at the time. It was Lucas Arts at the time because yeah. they hadn't been, they hadn't been bought out by Disney. Um, signed a deal 2013 to make Star Wars games, but there were drawbacks. So obviously, I think, but like I said, between that 2000 2005 period, we were almost getting a game every year, but that slowed right down. I think since this deal, I'm pretty sure there's only been. Five games under the Possibly. EA tenure. So if we think about it, we've got squadrons, the two battlefronts, two battlefronts, Jedi Fallen Order. Are we counting mobile games? Um, I'm not, but then you might I'm also count. What about the VR? There's that VR, the Galaxy of something or other. I think there's that VR game. Oh, Vader Immortal. No, no, no. There's another well, one. That's Vader Immortal. There's, there's, is there another one? Well, they might have done a few VR ones. And then you've got the mobile game, uh, Galaxy of Heroes. Heroes. Oh, yeah, but like at the end, <laughs> horribly of the day, addictive that one. <laughs> Trust the, me. Oh God. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, there there was certainly a step back. Um, we had the big release in 2015 of Star Wars Battlefront. Yes. And obviously, everyone was a bit. Everyone was wowed. I mean, yes. I, I personally didn't have anything wrong with the game. Well, it was I, I, it was visually beautiful. Yeah, that is definitely agreed. I the, definitely agree with that. Yeah. The thing that I didn't like, 
or that, that took a while to get used to. I felt it went for, whereas I felt the first Battlefront was Call of Duty, this one was Battlefield. Yeah. Well, it was done by DICE. Yeah. We, ha- we can't forget that. On their Frostbite and engine. I didn't like, I, I can't even describe the difference. But I think... It was slower. Like the TTK, the time to kill was slower. There was yeah. less... It, feel, it felt harder. More realistic, but harder. Yeah. Like, you know, recoil and things. I, I don't know. It, yeah. Call of Duty has always felt smoother to me yeah. than Battlefield. Battlefield takes a lot more skill because you could be shot from halfway across the map. Which I'm sure can be done in, co- in COD now. But, yeah. Um, it, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was It was stunning. Like In terms of graphics, I remember there were some of the levels that were really cool. You know, Tatooine, Sullust. Um, mm. Uh, it it definitely felt very hollow. I think a yes. lot of people noticed. You know, there was no campaign. Yeah, there was no space battles. Um, the game mode. Had, were, did you have um, like low atmosphere spaceship combat? I can't remember if there was. I'm I sure think, there was. I think there might have been pickups because in that game you had like hero pickups and you had like stuff like that. So if but was there not a space not a space level but a, a, like a low atmosphere level where you could play as a, an X-wing and a tie fighter? I'm sure there were. I don't think it was a level like I said I think there were pickups. They were pickup bonuses on the map because they did they, they went for the whole Battlefront 2. It's been so long two. since I played it. Yeah, so in that one they went for like a Battlefront 2 style where you, where you could try and pick up a hero. I, I do like the pickup idea. Yeah, I, I like the pickup. I didn't the, I, the hiccup. <laughs> I've got a hero. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a it was a, a, a good concept. Mm. Um, but like I said, yeah, there, there was no space combat. There was no campaign. Some of the game modes were very limited. There were, um, and they it offered the 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 dreaded season pass model. Oh, so yeah. pay for the season pass and get all the DLC later on. I bought none of that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I did but i think i did it only when it was like on a special offer yeah um now was that the one that had like the death star trench? Yeah, death star trench run which introduced a little bit of that when rogue one came out it introduced scarif oh the beaches yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, well, even before that sorry when force awakens came out it introduced jakku and the new game mode so in the original base game the only kind of major game mode there was no like supremacy or galactic or like some kind of conquest mode you had walker assault which was where I quite like that one. No, it, it wore was, thin it, quite it, quickly. It was but. it was it was fun for a little bit where the rebels would defend the target and the Empire would have to advance this at at. Yeah, up to a I target. did like that mode. Um, and is it, that in the new one? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it was. No. I think I think they should have brought that across yeah. because actually mm. I quite like that mode. Yeah. It's different. And then they flipped it uh, into turning point, which was where the rebels were attacking uh, an area, and the empire had to defend. And I remember on they they introduced Jakku, mm. which that was a glorious spectacle. Like, oh, it was you had lovely. Like, you had a downed um, blockade runner like in the middle of the map, and you had to like work through it. Um, and then obviously they introduced the Death Star, which had a little bit of space mechanics, spaceships, space battles, and then um, obviously introduced the Death Star like map in terms of oh, like, the interior, the interior. Yeah. Um, See, I didn't play any of that. I've not. I've not. Yeah. I think I. To be honest, I can't remember whether it was Battlefront One or Two that I played. Now it's probably Battlefront Two because, mm. but like it was. I, I, I remember Jakku. I've got. I think I've got it on my Xbox. Um, in like the actual f- disc, like, I think it was from my Xbox One. Um, but it was, it was, it was a good game. But it, like I said, it was very hollow, and people, yeah. people realised that going. Is this it? Is yeah. this all? You, is it like after such a long hiatus of having a Star Wars game? Like, and also the big one, there was no no Clone Wars. No, it no, was you're absolutely right. Empire versus Rebellion. And obviously, this was a big thing. It wasn't even sequel trilogy, was there? You couldn't play as the First Order. No, no, no. no it was well, just they, 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 only the first one had been released at that point. That's true. 
so yeah. that you only had the Force Awakens. So uh, again, that was a big a big disappointment where everyone was a bit like, well, this this is this is a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Like, can we can we not do better? I remember the only time I played it was with with friends online, and uh, yeah. other than that, it was just it was more a social thing. Yeah, um, and obviously, one thing they've got to take credit for is obviously they took they took what people were well, they took what the community was saying and they took it on board. So when they started development for the second one, Clone Wars and sequel time period was introduced. Well, was it was it or did the Clone Wars come later? No, no, no. So they had the base. So they had the base Clone Wars because the big one that they started adding was all the different skins, the different clone, the clone trooper skins and whatnot. Oh, okay, because I'm sure, I'm sure Clone Wars didn't come out until I'm sure the base game it had sequel trilogy in the sec in the second one. Yeah, no, 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 because the the big trailer release. Do you remember when they had that? There's that famous meme where it's like, oh, sector clear, sector clear, and then two seconds later, Darth Maul comes like his double bladed lightsaber. Sector uh, not clear, sector not clear. Uh, and like, there's you know always what, yeah. that, there's always that meme that goes around with that. Um, uh, and yeah. obviously that was the big reveal that you know you had um, Clone Wars you had mm. like the likes of Darth Maul um, and obviously it had a, a fully voiced and acted campaign which was it was a short but sweet campaign it was very interesting you know with Iden Versio and um, Inferno Squad yeah <laughs> uh, I think that's that was amazing yeah I, think I really enjoyed yeah, that it was very 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 visually stunning it was very cool the level with Luke yeah. was one of my favourite levels of all time yeah it was very cool I mean of that game yeah um, but obviously while they did good things they obviously did very bad things they turned towards the dark side of the force and they um, yeah they introduced a pay to win scheme so those of you who play the game now before you would play game, play the game, uh, and after the game you get credits. Those credits could go towards unlocking star cards that you'd only get in packs that I believe were random. Don't quote me on that. I don't know because I, I, I can't I, remember. See, I didn't buy it because I knew if I knew there were microtransactions. Yeah. So actually, I waited until after yeah. they got rid of it to buy the game. So, so this I, is news I, to me. I so. think I think it was along those kinds of lines. So you, you're paying for a chance to get the right yeah, star card specific ones but don't don't quote me on that because again I was the same as you I waited before this whole controversy was over but then you could also get crystals which would then pay to get the star the star cards basically so yeah. it would pay you'd pay you pay <coughs> to, to get crystals and those crystals would could you could use as credit or you could use like to transform into credits to get these star cards and there was the famous um article that had Darth Vader was obviously the biggest, the biggest hero that you can unlock at the time, and they did a calculation if because I think he cost like forty thousand credits or something Ooh. at the time, and you were getting like a hundred, hundred and fifty credits per game you were doing. So they calculated you'd have to play for like sixty plus hours just to right. unlock Darth Vader, That's and obviously mad. people were just like, "What have you done? Yeah, look how you murdered my boy." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like how how did you not think this through? And obviously then it introduced. Um, the controversy of gambling, you know how how revolutionary this game was. I mean, FIFA have been doing it for years, but everyone for for some reason just glossed over the fact that they'd done it for for decades. And all of a sudden, when Battlefront and Star Wars does it, it's all hands in the Everyone air. Everyone loses their minds. <laughs> and um, obviously, people like there were f there were famous um, ones. There was I think Hawaii banned it, Belgium banned it um, because of the fact that it oh, wasn't so this is all news yeah because it was all it was all it was all based around the fact that you know you're introducing gambling to people and obviously again this threw up such a negative limelight on the game that everyone was like oh they they, they completely forgot that you know we now got six space battles brilliant game modes 
voice campaign, free DLC. Mm. They they made everything like one of the first things they said when the game was released or when the game was um, announced, all the DLC would be free. And there was a lot. Without mentioning that they would subsidise that cost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where the controversy was. Because it was, it, like, it, you know, it drew people in. The fact that, oh my God, last time, I think it was like, it might have been like eight, ten, ten or so pounds per, like for, for a year or like a, however many months or yeah. whatever. I can't remember how much Best it was. Season, the, origi- the original season pass. Um, but having all this opportunity for it to be free was amazing. And obviously that was like skins. Like, well, if anything, actually, sorry, I didn't even realise. It cost crystals, so you had four skins. Yeah. So and you're a bit like, well, I want... Uh, but then the skins were, like, very mediocre. Yoda, for example. A different oh, skin was with having a hood, hood up. With the ears poking yeah. out. And it's just like, what, I have to pay five, pa- five pounds or ten dollars for that? It's like, come on, man. No, it, was, it wasn't... No. Which is why I'm glad that I did join it later on yeah. when, you know, you already had... Not only was it... You just paid credits. You have to, you know, you you start to grind through the game, but you paid then credits to unlock skins, um, and you had to wait for levels. Not, not even that. They 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 re- they did a complete one eighty. All the skins were immediately unlocked for everyone. All the emotes were unlocked for everyone. All the all the um, the only thing you had to grind for was the star cards per character. But and that was based on levels as well. They unlocked yeah up exactly. But like why why? But why? then now there's uh, I suppose it's as they've released them, hasn't they? As new skins have been released, such as. Um, We've had various types of Luke skins, haven't yeah. we? They've been either challenge modes, yeah, that you've had to complete. There was or a couple of pre, to, you, there you was a couple of pre-order them. bonus ones. There's yeah, a, the Ray, there's like a Ray skin um, with the hood up, yeah, and a yellow from, lightsaber. I think yeah. that was a pre-order bonus. But I mean, like, you can buy the, you can buy them all now. Pre, through, pre, pre-order bonus is just like pre-order bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it, it's. It was such a tricky one because it was yeah. so, it was so good. Like even to this day, I still play it. Yeah, see, I don't play it as much, but I've really come out of the multiplayer. I, I get a bit bored of them. I go through f- space every couple of years. I go through kind of a couple of months of playing it, mm. um, and it, it's enjoyable. I enjoy it, but the problem is you, you get, you know, some like if if I want to level up my heroes, it takes a lot of yeah, grinding. It does, yeah. Um, Even like a hero, like heroes versus heroes, like level. It takes time. You need to wait for like double XP weekends. It's the same with space battles. The space, the space leveling up is a lot harder than yeah. on the ground. And from what I remember, I do you know I am sure that there were some you could you could do ship to ship combat in the first battlefront because it was easier. You could lock on. Not know, in the first battlefront. Yeah, I'm sure there was. I'm I sure. think. Well, in fairness, okay. Um, <laughs> it was it was all low might, ground yeah, above yeah because I think Bespin had a few like and Tatooine had one yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there was but it was very it was very basic it, it was but more. it was easy and it was yeah. fun it was it was relaxing whereas it's harder now yeah and obviously <laughs> the big the big news came like so um, Battlefront was added to the uh, no the Epic Games Store I think it was a few I think last year and it was free to play. And it had such a surge in players, you know, they were going, well, hold on a minute, let me jump on this game. Free to play, let's play it. Like, the player count, I'm pretty sure, quadrupled in, like, the space of a What week. is Epic Games? I've never heard of this. Maybe not. The Epic Games? It's, yeah, Epic Games Store. It's basically like a, a version of Steam. Oh, okay. So it's, a, like, a different... Purely for PC? Uh, maybe. I can't remember. I don't know off the Probably. top of my head. Um, but no, so it was free on the Epic Games Store. <laughs> and, you know, it had a surge of, of players. Like, literally, I'm pretty sure... 
it, like I said, I'm pretty sure it quadrupled, it tripled or quadrupled the amount of players that were, were on it. Yeah. And like I said, I, even to this day, I still play it. I still play it on stream because I know it's a blast. There's yeah. so many things that you can do. I wish they added a few more things, like the Walker Assault or the Turning Point, because that was a fun game mode. But you I'd had also supremacy. Like, do, do they do? I'd also like an instant action style thing. I know they well, do. They, you, they do. I, do I, I know you've action. got instant action, but I don't feel like it's the same. You can't play all the modes, but on your own. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you used to be able to do. Oh, I'll do a, a capture the flag. Or yeah. Whatever, no, no, no. On the original yeah, Battlefront, I, but yeah. you'd have bots. Yeah, and you don't. I don't this feel like one, this one that. is literally it's just like kind of like team deathmatch or like I don't think there's many objective yeah. based ones. Whereas I'd like to be able to practice my skill. Yeah, what you know, but not getting fragged have. by people with aimbots. Yeah, and stuff I'd, like that. I'd like to if if I'm having a tough time on multiplayer, I'd like to be able to go on to instant action, do the same game mode, heroes versus villains or whatever, yeah. uh, and not get sniped from across the map the first yeah. time I spawn as Darth Vader. It, it, it is a shame, but obviously, like with any game, you're going to get cheers. <laughs> like I think I had a Gidra on stream. He had a ridiculous aimbot, and like you could see down the side of like this person has just killed like twenty thousand people, just like <laughs> you know. But that, that's just what ruins it. It, and it, it, does, it was, yeah. it was the horrid news in I think it was early last year where they said that they were no longer going to support the game. Yes. So they were pulling developers off and to from they were pulling developers away to focus on what we now know is Battlefield twenty forty two because obviously it's still dice. Um, Oh, is that what they were doing? Yeah, so they were pulling people away to focus on that. So um, we never got... On a slight side note, 2042, what was the other science, futuristic uh, Battlefield game 2052, wasn't it? No, was it? Or 2152. 2142, that's what it 2142. was. 2142. 2142. Oh, they got, they got a thing with 42 then. So they realised. Uh, so that's, that's the specific year that stuff goes down. Yeah, apparently. Um, but they're pulling developers away. Um, so the game was no longer getting support, which means we never got a full supremacy mode for the Rebellion. Mm. So we had it for the clones, Clone Wars, and we had it for the sequel trilogy, but we never had it for the original, which it's was stuffed. which was such a disappointment because it would have been so fun to go up into a Mon Cal as the Empire or go up into a Star Destroyer as the Rebellion and destroy it. Well, I'll tell you it. why, it's because have we ever seen the inside, the true inside of a Mon Cal cruiser? Yeah. During the campaign, you do. On the on the second mission when they were on Fondor, they have to infiltrate the uh, uh, Amon Calamari ship, oh, and they've enough, got interior. Yeah. They've got interior, to, so they've got assets. Okay, but they pulled them away, which also meant um, they couldn't develop any new any new heroes because obviously we got skins when um, Solo got released for yeah ha- for Han and Chewie and Lando, and we had Rise of Skywalker. Yes, Apart from, did we did we ever get old Luke? No, we never got old Luke. I wanted old man Luke. Oh, old man Luke would have been fun. They had they had Maul uh, from Kenobi. Yeah, that kind of one with his <laughs> with his weird lightsaber that's like a short double lightsaber. Well, it's the Inquisitors one. Isn't yeah, it? they it's had melded together. Um, obviously, Palpatine and his like PJs. The refa- Oh, what the PJs? No, yeah, no, you mean Count Dooku in the PJs? No, no, no. They had um, so in Rise of Skywalker, you know, he's got that like those red PJ kind of like. Oh no, his, his reformed robes. Yeah, yeah they right. are regal robes, okay. my friend. They're, 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 he has a belt. <laughs> pajamas. They're pajamas. It's a, it's a dressing gown. I quite like this costume. No, well, either way, they've got that. They've, yeah, they've got some other ones, but obviously, did you have? Was um, <laughs> it always gets me. Count Dooku's exquisite pajamas. Oh, yeah. from well, the Clone Wars, he can literally run around. As I think they, I think uh, there it's his. It's I think they class it. As, they call it his training training like no, training no, robes. No, no, there's a different one. He's got, there's one where he's got the shoulder pads and he's not got the cape. That's training robes. Mm. But then he's actually got exquisite pajamas. Oh, I, I can't you can run that. around. He's got satin pajamas. Oh, why? He's, I'm surprised he's not velour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because they pulled support, we never got the likes of Ahsoka. 
No. Nothing from the Mandalorian. No. No additional. Boba Fett. A Boba Fett skin would have been cool. Yeah, Boba. Yeah, like they could have done a skin for that. They could have done a Jin Jaren. We never had uh, Jango Fett, did we? Never had Jango Fett. We. Um, or any other Jedi like Mace they, Windu. They pulled, they pulled Dengar from the first one. No IG-88. They, they they were in the first game, but they weren't introduced in the second. They could have mm. been. Um, they could have done some cool like Bounty Hunter DLC. They never did. That's a real shame. I know. That's what I mean. There was there was plenty of options that they could have done. Um, and obviously, when that news dropped, everyone it was very disappointing. You're thinking, oh, that's a real shame. Like there were so many options that you could have done. Um, and then going on to later noise when we talk about the news, obviously, you know, everyone was like, oh, there could be a Battlefront three. Spoilers. There's not. Is it not? No, I'll talk about it later, but it's fine. Um, obviously, they released Battlefront, and it was a very up and down, very turbulent. Then came probably the, the the saving grace, the silver lining of Fallen Order. Oh, love it. I was so excited for that game. It was a first true single-player-only game. Amazing graphics, next-gen. And for those um, cult sci-fi fans, it was lovely to see Tommy, Tony Amendola, oh, who yes. was Braytac in Star Trek, uh, Stargate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come in as, as, as a... He's in Star Wars now. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's now... <laughs> Crossing sci-fi boundaries. Yeah, people do it. Being multiverse and all that. Yeah. Um, but I think that kind of redeemed them in small elements. People yeah. still were like, well, it's EA. They kind of screwed us and over. And it was... It was it was it was hard to re- it took me a long time to get properly into it like i said earlier because yeah. of the gameplay and actually they they were ambitious with the the, the zepho and the ancient jedi yeah. civilizations but it was almost a bit like I said, it was a bit un- underwhelming like yeah. as a context obviously now they're doing like you've got high republic in the background and, yeah. and in history i'd almost rather have something like that yeah that's true there's options for that as well yeah. because you could call upon that um but once that, I think the EA games peaked at Fallen Order. Absolutely, I don't say I wouldn't say they peaked at um, at Battlefront Two because obviously it had it was mired with controversy. Um, yeah. So when you have to, the problem is you have to look back at the legacy now of like EA with the Star Wars license. Was it that good? I I'm gonna have to be honest here and be like no. I think it's, it's been provided. a real letdown for the past ten years. It could have been so much better, and they've just missed so many opportunities. Now they've. Own- t- I think in terms of genres, I think they could have had more variety. Mm. If you look at squadrons, and if you look at Battlefront, very similar. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Um, but, and but you, you know you you've got very similar styles of game. Yeah. Jedi Fallen Order was a success because it was so different. Yeah. Um, but I think they could have gone. You know, they had like, was it um, 1313? Yeah. That was a potential RPG. You've got other different types of games that you could have created um, rather than focusing on just a few. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, ag- agreed. It was, in fairness, I have glossed over um, only because it's, it's such a, it was such a small game. Squadrons, yeah. Yeah. It was... That's the most recent EA release, wasn't it? Yeah. But like like I said, like no, like no, I've played it a few times. I enjoy it. I don't mind it. It was... When I played it, it was the game that I played after I'd had dinner. Um, I'd sit down for half an hour, play a mission, and go to bed. Yeah. And it was, it was very much like the game of the evening. Yeah, I think they... And it lasted I, about a week. And I think they wanted it to turn into a big esports because you had this MOBA style... Like, when you actually think about it, like, the multiplayer maps, they were MOBA, where you had two objectives, mm. and, you you know, you're going against each other, to and fro. See, I never played the multiplayer. 
Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think they would. I think that's what they wanted. They were aiming for. They wanted to turn it into an esports because they wanted to. You know, they wanted to commercialize it, mm. which is obviously the poor, ba- the bad way of thinking about it because it's just going to backfire. Because there were there were elements that were cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it was definitely lackluster in a lot of a lot of things. Like, yeah, it only had one, pretty much one game mode. Yeah, capital fighting and like some dog fight. I I literally never played any other mode apart from the campaign. Yeah. Once the campaign was over, this I haven't like, played it since. Exactly, and like, uh, I mean, it was nice because you saw Wedge. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I would graphics say the two highlights. Good, yeah. You saw Hero Cinderella and you saw Wedge. Yeah, and the graphics were gorgeous. Yeah, that, that was it. But other than that, you just weren't wowed. You and weren't. There, was, was there some crossover between Battlefront? Like, the, I'm sure Fondor, the, the Fondor shipyards were mentioned. Maybe um, I think there was. In, from canon storyline wise there was some crossover and it was interesting that way yeah. um, but apart from that yeah it was it was very mediocre and it could have been a, a big one because obviously people have been in the cockpit, cockpit of a um, of an X-Wing or a TIE fighter yeah. and like that initial release trailer or teaser was really cool with Titan Squadron and that little chase that they had on the planet um, yeah. and in, an interceptor versus an X-Wing uh, but it was it was just such a you letdown you didn't even get the variety of ships I know they've re- released some now but, yeah, like, but even then like they did like a little bit of DLC with a B-Wing and a TIE Defender but then that was it again yeah. you, you had so much stuff that you could call upon I mean there was there's E-Wings there's T-Wings there's other ships that you could do you got a whole alphabet worth <laughs> of wings <there. laughs> exactly but it was a, it was very again it was a missed opportunity from people that were just wanted to I don't know if they wanted to make a cash grab but they wanted to try and make more money from it yeah. which is just unfortunately that's just EA all over if you hate me for that then I'm sorry that's not my problem that's my, my opinion I think EA are just a cash grabbing money grubbing I think they started off business. with good intentions but they yeah with success they've um, lost focus yeah they've been corrupted um, but and obviously I think then they finally just dipped towards the VR world obviously with the Oculus and the PlayStation 5 headsets and stuff like that PS is it PS Move I can't remember I have no idea um, I can't A it, it's expensive yeah I can't you know and, and you know I don't have the space yeah. to get into something like that I'd end up knocking things off and breaking yeah. my telly trying to definitely you. that is definitely you you would definitely be falling over all over <laughs> the gaff you'd be all over the place I mean like imagine you playing like Beat Saber or something like that oh, is it even something like that Beat Saber has no yeah. like, I have no interest the only one that I genuinely considered looking into getting a VR headset for was Vader Immortal yeah. until I realised that it was about 40 minutes worth of gameplay Jesus. and I thought I'm yeah. not spending four five hundred quid on a for VR 45 headset. minutes I think, I think it's a very it's a developing game genre yeah. and game area for people so like that's obviously at some point that's going to be the next thing for, for gaming as they get in, in terms of the gaming industry and then it will be holodeck exactly and then we will be full Star Trek it'll be crazy um, but I think they, like I said I think it was you're, you're doing like a, a smuggler kind of vibe in this in this the new this new vr game that came out i can't for the life of me i can't i feel like it's called galaxy something is it tales of galaxy's edge yeah that's the one isn't it yeah yeah that's that's the one that was i've the, heard of the, it i literally just remember reading about it yeah that was morning. that was their latest vr game and again mm. it's just you know but again that's all linked to like the disneyland park yeah I'm just like, pretty, mm. yeah no. um but yeah. i mean look we're star wars fans so like i suppose the next Are question we? I think so. <laughs> Last I checked. What what games would you like to see? Okay, right. So, I've got my little list. Oh, blimey. Um some of them some of them are, are games I'm looking forward to getting because I know we're going to get them. Like I want I'm looking forward to Jedi Fallen Order 2. Yep, 100% agree. Um I'm looking forward to that. I think 
now with the ending of Jedi Fallen Order, there's some more potential for uh, to be a bit more creative mm-hmm. um, because I think you know I'd like less of a. I, I appreciated the uncharted historical side of of the game. Yeah. But I'd like a bit more focus on like events now, politics of, of the time, um, and, and getting involved. I know we had the there was the levels where you had Saw Gerrera and the yeah. rebellion that was good. Yeah. But with the ultimate aim of just finding entering this old temple and learning about the old Zepho, I don't know. It, it didn't hit with me, but I'm looking forward to the possibilities there. Yeah. I would like a Witcher style open world RPG. I know they are developing one. Oh, I think Ubisoft are. Yes, because yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm gonna for now. I'm gonna call Sith Assassin's Creed because um, <laughs> you know I don't know what else it would be. Um, the Switcher, we'll call it the Switcher, Star Wars Witcher. Switcher. Yeah, Switcher. There yeah. we go. Um, so yeah, I do want something like that. I don't know when. I don't mind when. I I don't pu- know where. Don't know when. <laughs> but I know. When. No, yeah. Um, I. I I would like it to be either Old Republic or New Republic. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to keep playing in times that we've seen so much of. Yeah. You know, Battlefront has explored Battlefront really intrigued me when it explored that post Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That was really, really good. Um so I'd like to see something like that. Preferably, you know me, I'm all about the Jedi and the Sith. I'd like yeah. to be able to play as a Jedi. Yeah. That's, um, true. that's why like thirteen thirteen, if we were playing as Boba Fett, yeah, okay, I could I could I could do that, yeah. But I, I don't want to be limited the whole time to just playing with guns. Yeah, I, I do like the 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 option, which is why Kotor was so good. Yeah, yeah. The choice of blades or blasters. Yeah, and I, I, and I would like some kind of Battlefront style game. I wouldn't yeah. mind that again, but story. Yeah. It's got to be story. You know, give me give me um almost like a merge between Battlefront and Republic Commando. That'd be fun. Where you could have Clone Wars stories. Tell me this you know, let me play through some of the stories from like the Clone Wars. Um I, I would like that. Um and yeah, that's that's Yeah. I I'm pretty much on the same kind of track with you. Fallen Order two, that'd be fun. To be honest, I would love to get thirteen thirteen just in general. That would yeah. just be fun because obviously we you had that initial release teaser that was that was there. Um some kind of new RPG. Yeah, that would be fun. Obviously I'm very certain they're going to be continually updating the old Republic, which is the MMO. Yeah, can we pause for a second to talk about the old Republic? Of course. Because um when those trailers came out They were next level. And I know recently for Disney Plus Day or for something or other, they've they, released the trailers. Yeah, they've in 4K. I was going to say, yeah, they've just re-released them in 4K. In 4K. And they were the most amazing trailers I have ever seen. Agreed. I have downloaded. They are the only trailers I have ever downloaded onto my computer, so I can watch them whenever I want. The game, I've never known a game's visuals be such a different art style to yes. to a thing. Yeah, I really. Had my heart broken with with the old yeah with the no old I, I I do I do get where you come from as an avid fan and player of that again I play that almost weekly on stream yeah um I, I at first yeah I was like yeah I was a bit like oh why why have they done this with the art yeah. style why could they not it have was done very that? Mass Effect wasn't it it wasn't it didn't have the realism of the Kotor well games. not even that like even Mass Effect had reali- more realistic stuff than them it was it was almost it was, car- it was cartoony esque wasn't yeah. it yeah. But, it was a shame, but it, oh, I, I do to this day. I love it. But I've I've tried playing it, and and I'm playing as a at the moment. I suppose I'm playing as a Sith, and I've got a Guardian Jedi Guardian on yeah. on on the other side. It just got very boring, 
very. I think it's because you you don't realise the RPG side of it. Like, but I'm it, playing like I'm playing The Witcher at the minute, and all the missions are varied. Yeah, right? you got different things. Surprise things happen. But when I'm playing the Old Republic, it's all go here, kill that, collect this, go back. Yeah, I I, I don't know whether that's just because of the point of the story that I'm in at the minute, but. Even like the 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 story, the main story with Darth Barris that I'm going through at the minute, I I just can't bring myself to finish it. You know what? I think very boring. I think it's where we're not taking into consideration. This is an MMO as well. So yes, you're saying, oh, why are these missions so basic? But then the problem is that's only half the game. The other half the game, you've got PvP. Yeah, you've got flashpoints. You've got operations. I I don't. I'm not a big fan of PvP. Because uh, yeah, I'm, well, no, uh, I'm rubbish. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I'm gonna, if I'm on somebody's team, I'm going to let them down. Yeah. Um, I you, also you'll never let me down. Don't oh, worry. Thank you. <laughs> um, the the other thing I didn't like is I, I did watch some of the flashpoints. Yeah. Um, there was the I think it was the flashpoint, or it might have been like the continuation of the story. Reven was treated so badly. Yeah. By this this franchise. Well, in fairness, it's very up and down. At first, he was he was just used, and then they added DLC with him, and he turned into an, an enemy. Then he was kind of used as a force ghost kind of style. I just I Revan was the kind of person that actually I would like Kotor three, or or like because I know Kotor two dealt with with Revan and yeah. he left. Tell me more about that. We got some of it in a book. Yeah. And the Revan book was incredible by Drew. I think it was Drew Carpetian. I might be wrong. Um, but that Revan book was good. But the ending then led straight into the Old Republic. And uh, I just, it, I just, he didn't deserve, I, I don't yeah. feel like he got the attention. He deserved a game to himself. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's all right. I, I'm not a big fan of MMORs, PGs. Um, QRSs, like, VIPs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I don't like the combat style. No, that's that's fair. It's I think bit, you have to get used to it. See, yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate where my mouse has got a lot of buttons on the side, so uh, it makes yeah, it yeah. easier for me because I do understand where you're coming from because you've got, you know, you you ideally want to press all the buttons, whereas you've got a keyboard that's got one to nine or one to zero. You know what I mean? Like but you can't be moving them around like that. Like you get carpal that. tunnel it's, otherwise. It's um. It's it's the point and click constantly. It's not the like right hold it down to attack or anything like that. You have to constantly press a button to attack. Then constantly. Yeah, and, and and with with Kotor, I suppose I don't even know if Kotor had it, but like you could vary things up per enemy. Like you'd need to take different approaches with different yeah things, and you could develop the skills a lot yeah. more. Now I don't know, like there just seems to be so many skills, but actually in realistic, you just need to do a couple of combos. To it's do. just a couple of yeah. combos, and it's endless. But then again, unfortunately, that's the, that's the MMO. That's yeah. the MMO side. I mean, like, I, I I was really having seen those trailers. I was really excited for the Old Republic, and then the gameplay and just the choice of game. I was choice of um, like genre. I was now gutted I, for. I presume you haven't got that far into be delving into the Knights of the Eternal Empire and the Eternal Throne. No, I haven't. See, I've um, that's th- I have watched. I've watched um, a playthrough of. Oh, I think Sith Sorcerer yeah. or something. I, like I would say that is a very fun DLC when I when I, and a whole new storyline. When I played through it, I was very wowed just because of lore, because of everything they mm. introduced, and it was a blast. Yeah, like it was very fun. I would highly recommend it. Even to this day, the game is in a good state I in suppose- terms of a storyline. I'm pretty certain with all from start to finish, 
you're looking at maybe 80 plus hours of oh, story. And I think I've probably spent that much on it already. Um, and I'm not even, you know, I, I, I want to like a completionist. I like, before yeah, I move yeah. on, I like to do as much as yeah, I can. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, I think it also doesn't help because my, my PC is getting on a bit. Yeah, exactly. And like, it all depends on internet. Like it gets yes. a bit, gets yeah. a bit laggy and there's not really much I can do to cut out, you know, yeah, I can't because like, it needs to be always be online. You can't yeah. have an you can't have an offline mode and an I can't. Mode, which it's not like I, yeah. I can disable like show other players. Just get yeah. rid of them. I don't want to see them. Save CPU power that way. It, it's very much an all or nothing. Yeah. And, and at the moment, I've I've you know given up. Yeah, it's it's a try. It's a it's a struggle because because it's an MMO RPG. Um, you're drawing in two different crowds. You're drawing yeah. in the MMOs. And then you're drawing in the people that are RPGs, but unfortunately, it's hard to cater for both when both want specific needs. Yeah, do you want a full RP? You want a full RPG, no MMO, whereas the MMO geezer wants none of the RPG and more of the MMO. Yeah, so it's a, it's a struggle. I mean, in my opinion, I think the balance is pretty good. Like I said, they've got an 80, 80 plus hour story. They've got mm. good multiplayer in terms of PVE and PvP. I have a blast with it, and I've got every single character probably doubled in terms of different like classes and stuff. They're, they're constantly adding new DLC, which yeah. is great. And obviously... You Are you a subscriber? No, I'm not, which okay. is amazing. I'm free to play, but I'm going to subscribe so I can get more characters because I plan to do a YouTube Let's Play on it. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's through micro microtransactions. This is where microtransactions can actually be a good thing. They can actually help fund you know, new DLCs and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, where Battlefront failed in terms of they just wanted the money. Yeah. They didn't t- think, okay, those microtransactions could be used to then make new heroes or pay for new animations and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just, it's just where you want to, where, where you need to think from. But, it, you know, I would recommend people to play it. Yeah, it's, and I it's certainly... It's now on Steam, which is really more it. accessible. It is fun. Yes, get, you need to get used to the art style. Yeah. Um, I'd almost wish, do you know release it on PS5. I know it's not... It's a bit. It would be too It'd complicated. It'd be impossible. But like, I probably enjoy it. Where where you've got a system where I don't have to worry about the performance of my PS5. Yeah. It's going to cope. Yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one because I think stuff like Star Trek Online and Elder Scrolls Online, you can release on PlayStation, just yeah. because the limited amount of abilities you've got the options to do that. I think Quick question about ESO because I know thing about the news. There's there is going to be a High Republic game mm. oh, mm-hmm. made by the same people as ESO. Is ESO very much the same combat system? As yeah. uh, Old Republic, yeah, well, well, no, well, yeah, kind of. It's like Skyrim. Think of it like that. So it's it's similar, like hack and slash, hack and slash with, oh, okay. ab- with abilities mixed in. Okay, but it's um, not like press one, press two. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, you can do mouse mouse for attacking and then abilities one through whatever, okay. and but you haven't got like a ridiculous amount of abilities. Yeah. It's like five or six, so you're limit. You're not having like a ridiculous keyboard space. So you've yeah. got stuff to move. Um, so that would be interesting. Um. Yeah, so moving on to the gaming news. Um, so obviously a couple of months, was it months or weeks? I think in the same months. I think the last month or the month before, we had the big news and the big reveal. There was a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yes. Woo! And then I went, oh, because the teaser was amazing because it had amazing visuals of Revan doing a nice, some little fl- lightsaber flurry. And then the dreaded words. Coming exclusively to PS5. At which point... Uh, I, 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 I kid you not. My, my heart dropped and sunk to the floor. Because I was like, 
Again, calling upon the Godfather. Oh, look how they massacred my boys. Like, why, why? Why would you do this? So, a beloved PC game and an exclusive to the original Xbox for so long. We, we completely yeah. glossed over that. It was it, one of Microsoft and Xbox's like flagship games when that original giant chunky Xbox was released. Um, obviously, we haven't seen any gameplay. We haven't seen anything else. We've just seen that little teaser with Revan. And obviously, my initial thoughts was anger and frustration. Because I was like, why? Why would you just exclusively release it for PlayStation? Like, you're you're cutting off, like, people with Xboxes. It's fine. It's, it's, it's a PC gamers. It's a PC gamers. Like, you're cutting off, uh, like, one third or two. Well, okay, because it's an exclusive place. You're cutting two thirds of your market, market audience away. Hmm. Like, what were your initial thoughts when when you when you saw like some of the teasers and you saw that news? What, what oh, was alright because I've got a PlayStation Five. <laughs> <laughs> like the PlayStation Five. <laughs> I felt special for the first time. Exactly. Uh, no, it was it was good. I, and obviously, we haven't seen too much. I still have lots of questions. Yeah. Um, have you heard the news since that it will be coming to PC? Yes, because I sent you that news. Thank you very much. I put it in our. Oh, fam- yes. I put it in our family group chat. Oh. Thank you. So you did. I, I whipped up oh, a, t- I a tweet. Things. Yeah. It was, I think I'll pull it up now, it was a tweet from, um, I think it was from the developers, and they had said um, that basically, where is media... Yeah, I definitely remember. Yeah, I I basically, they basically tweeted saying, guys, it's exclusively launching on um, PS5, but it will be coming to PC, so don't panic everybody relax and i can't seem to find it now it's yeah it was it was definitely that and you know it's going to be exciting i do i do hope it leads on to new things because at the end of the day it's great that we we have a a a, you know a remake a remaster i have that here's here's what i have to ask you what other remasters have we seen that we can kind of compare remasters to that's a tricky one. Because I know there was the Crash Bandicoot remaster. <laughs> I don't uh, really feel that relates too much. They've done the GTA one recently, which has gone down very badly. What? No, how? Okay, why, what's what's changed? Um, but Well, they've, they've kind of upped... They haven't upped the graphics. They've upped the textures. So they're still okay. quite blocky and stuff like yeah. that. They've upgraded the lighting. But the problem is they used an AI to scale it all up. Okay. And in some Whereas areas... This is, a, this is from a ground brand, up. Yeah. But... Completely real, One thing rebuild. that I think people of another thing that people are overlooking. Obviously, there was a lot of fan projects a mm. few years ago. It was the Kotor restoration. So the project, Kotor restoration project, which like Disney that. disgracefully shut down through like cease and desist orders through lawyers. So this, these were people that were doing mods off their own back, creating their own models using code that was owned by other people. Though that's that's the issue. I know, but it's like oh. It, I think it was it was non profit, but obviously now we know why. It was because they were doing their own remaster. Yeah. But um, yeah, but it was unfortunately it's just one of those times. Yeah. Um and obviously, yeah, like I said, we got the we got the news that it was coming to PC. I've just found it because I sent it to you personally as like a ha up yours. So this was from Lucas <laughs> Lu- <laughs> Lucasfilm Games. A legendary story and remade for a new generation of players is coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. Yeah. No, still nothing of Microsoft and Xbox. We don't know. Yeah, um, let them cook for a little so bit So I have a funny feeling it will be released on PlayStation 5, then probably like a week or so later it will be yeah. everyone. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I 
hate this man. I hate this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to his house. I'm gonna steal his PlayStation. Good luck. I even do you know what I was actually gonna ask you. I might even see if about buying your PlayStation Four. I mean, it's broken. I know, but I'll get it fixed. That's what I mean. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see. We'll take it to like a CX or something. Like that. Yeah, CX will fix it. I've looked into it. How much for? Eighty quid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, I I am excited for it. Yeah. I don't know what kind of combat style they're going to go for. If it's go- like so, this was my train of thought, right? Exclusive for PlayStation, they've got rid of the turn-based. It'll be like Jedi Fallen Order hack and slash. I I honestly think that's what it's going to be because I can't see you doing it smoothly on yeah. on a PlayStation in that style of com in that style of like combat. I just don't I don't see it. Yeah, I I, I think you're right. I think they might go towards a more Witcher a Witcher style. Yeah, potentially that where could they've work. got you know you've got powers and things like yeah. that that you can use because that's more of a white like when you're in combat it's like a zoomed out wide yeah. camera angle isn't it yeah almost like Arkham yeah, the Batman yeah. Arkham games but um yeah I, I, I don't know where they're going to go with it I'd like I, I'm interested interested to see yeah because actually it, it will make a difference personally as long as you have still got that choice of like gunplay yeah and and melee combat lightsaber combat. You know, you've got the choice: double lightsabers, single lightsaber, double lightsaber. You know, twin lightsabers. I'm happy. Uh, you know, and I'll be interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I don't think they can, as long as they stay stay true to the story and the spirit of the game. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any complaints. I don't think it. you could go too wrong. It'll be interesting to see some of the, um, you know, like the more light side force powers that aren't they're more situational rather than. Well, I found when I was playing through like the original game, I thought they were more helpful than the dark side. Like, in, yes. pro- in terms of providing defense, providing bonuses, yeah. is, you know, it's underrated. And yeah. like, obviously, as a child, I never really understood. And I it. wonder if, if, if again, comparing to The Witcher, because I'm playing that in a minute, um, I wonder if there'll be more like potions and things like that you can, you know, put prepare for them before battle yeah. you, and and do that. And and actually, I'd probably find myself using it more because I'm I'm more familiar with that um, style of of you know prepping for a battle and yeah. going in. I I would quite enjoy that. Yeah, I think we need. This is all obviously at this point in time. Um, this is gonna. This episode is gonna be released around January, so I don't think there'll be anything in the next couple of weeks, couple of months in terms of gameplay reveal. No, I think because we're looking at a what twenty twenty three release. Twenty twenty two, I think. Mm. I'll, I'll, I I to be honest, I reckon it'll be more twenty twenty three. Do you reckon? If that if if the trailer that we saw is the only thing they've given us, which is a dude walking out and. Yeah, I mean that's just waving that. his lightsaber. I mean, we, we we might not necessarily like they might have got a lot more. Like they might do, but they, I, I I don't think there was any hints before this of this game <coughs> in production. Don't, don't forget, we've had COVID, and, yeah. I, and I do think that that's probably had an impact. And I'm not going to lie, ever since Cyberpunk was released, obviously I think a lot of game developers are a bit like, okay, let's hold back, let's yeah. make sure it's fine tuned. So Halo Infinite was delayed. Um, there was a couple of other ones that was delayed. I think Battlefield is being delayed a little bit, or was delayed a little bit. So yeah, yeah more than likely it, they want because I think Star Wars fans, you know, they want a good game because yeah. it has been so long. They deserve a good game. Yeah, exactly, we do. How dare you? Um, so I think they will try and probably delay it a little bit. Uh, and obviously, one of the one of the last bits of news that I heard, um, I literally just yesterday or the day before. So all development and and thought process for a Battlefront Three has stopped. So there will not be a Battlefront three for the foreseeable future. Um, Dice has taken all the developers and moved them over to um, you know Battlefield twenty forty two. Yeah, obviously you were talking about Ubisoft. Ubisoft have been in the works of, of making stuff, but obviously 
the EA license doesn't run out for another two years. So they can't True. they can't actually do anything. So unfortunately, I don't know if we'll get a Fallen Order two. We might do. But oh, I think we will. I, I, th- th- I, I think, think we that will probably th- I think that would probably be their last hurrah. But then I think Because the, I'm like sure I said, I read the, somewhere the deal was... the deal runs out it was a ten year deal. I, I have a feeling the exclusive deal ends. I think I'm sure I read a tweet somewhere, I can't remember where it was and it might be wrong, that they tweeted out, Don't worry, you will still see EA games produce Star Wars games we just won't be the only ones doing yeah yeah that's true um, but but what 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 that means in context is we're not going to get any other developers making any Star Wars games for at least another two years because of that exclusivity yeah. right um, so come what 2023 hell we might have like four games getting out so it'll be like yeah, you never know. Well, I mean, let's face it. This next year, twenty twenty two, we've got a lot of Disney Plus content. Yeah, so I can, I'm happy with that. And then next year, we can think yeah, about games. Definitely agreed. Um, other games coming out though. Yeah. Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. They're combining them all. Putting I was going to say which one is that because I've got. I feel like I've got the complete saga, but is that is that one, yeah, uh, one through seven? I can't even remember. No, because seven was released separately. Oh. We haven't had a Last Jedi. We haven't had a Rise of Skywalker. Um, so it, it's a remastered version of the first six games, or the first three, the first two games. Um, there's I, so many, isn't there? <laughs> do you know what there is? There's, there's the prequel one that came out first. That was one through three, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just Lego Star Wars. Then you had the original trilogy. Which was three, uh, four yeah. through six. And co- I think we do need to pause for a minute and do talk about the Lego Star Wars I was going to say, we, how did we gloss over this? They are incredible games. They were hilariously fun when they we They were, were so fun. Back in the day when multiplayer... I know we were talking about the Game Boy where you had a, uh, a system this, link. This was something else, wasn't this it? This multiplayer was, budge over, we're going to use the same <laughs> keyboard, WSAND, up, down, left, right arrows... Um, and keep keep both characters in the same screen, otherwise well, it bugs out. <laughs> budging elbows. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious fun. You couldn't jump for anything at the same time that I could. Uh, <laughs> we, had, we had that dreaded pod racing. Oh, the pod racing! The pod racing oh. mission. If anyone has ever played that original it was one. It's awful. It's all right when you're playing solo, but when you're playing with someone else, it's so hard. Trying to keep people in the same screen, avoiding... Without pulling things open. Um, and I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I fully plan on getting it. Um, so that you know, the wife and I can play it. We can play it. Yeah, and you, you know, we can all play it. Yeah. Um. It, it, I'm looking forward to it. It's not. It's not going to be groundbreaking. No, but it's, it's just going to be Lego. fun. It's fun. It's and a it, kids like, game. The collectability of things. You yeah. know, you can unlock characters. Yes, I really want to play as Biff Number Three from the Cantina Band. Um, and create your own characters. That was always yeah, fun. It was always a blast. I think it should be good. And the, the Lego games have only gotten better. I think I played Lego Lord of the Rings. Ones, that, really, that, that yeah. was quite good because I mean, like, yeah, the graphical fidelity of them is just it's yeah. just skyrocketed. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, that was again that was a childhood one that we uh, we we we've glossed over and how yeah. how much fun that was. I mean, we had the original Lego Star Wars on GBA Game Boy Advance. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yep. Uh, and then we got it on the PC, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Just hours of entertainment. Yeah. Hours. So when it, when is that one coming out? Uh, I don't know. It was supposed to be out already. Yeah. Um, and I think it will be coming out early next year. Wow, but I'm not sure because it, it's very, com- it's almost finished. And hopefully, that would be the last one. That would be the definitive one, the ultimate collection. <laughs> yeah. And now I don't know whether it's going to include anything. It's called the Star- the Skywalker Saga, so, so I don't gonna know. It's going to be one gonna... through nine. It's not going to have Rogue One or Solo. I don't think. No, but then I, I would argue Rogue One is a Skywalker Saga story. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see to yeah. see what they do. Um, 
there are other two. I was looking at the information. Now, there is a game called Star Wars Hunters that's come out, which is looks it's a mobile game. Uh, so I've got no interest yeah, in Yeah, I was going to say, we just got something. That's for kids these days. I just can't be bothered. Um, but there is, like I said, there's going to be uh, the High Republic game is rumoured to be made by the same studio as Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. Is that that would be Zenimax and Beth- would it be Zenimax and Bethesda? But yeah, I think so. Yeah. But again, so that won't be until this exclusivity. No, these are all suppose. kind of games that we can expect. But do you in know what? X5. If anything, does that not give them the heads up? Yeah. In terms I think of going, start yeah. Do you know planning. what I mean? Like, okay, we've got two years, guys. Let's develop this game. And yeah. Then boom. As soon as this contract releases, it's like announcement, announcement, announcement. And I don't know like, if that's how it works. But here yeah. comes the money, 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 money. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like they they would be like on it, and then I'll be like, I'm poor because I've got like five Star Wars games I need to play now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's also a Mandalorian video game reportedly in the works. Uh, but I, I don't. There's not many details known about it. Um, but that's on the cards. Hmm. That would be like a short, probably a short single player kind of game. I can't imagine that would be anything more than. No, I I don't really know what they would do. Whether it be, you know. but it could be. Imagine this: a cool customizable Mandalorian that you could do. And instead of playing as Dinjaro, you play as Maybe. a custom custom Mandalorian. No, it could be quite a cool thing. Maybe. Take, take note, guys. Take note. It could also be some kind of, you know, um, or little big planet style game. What I um, so what are they, what, I don't know what the genre is like the point and click games where you're playing like you know like Tales from the Borderlands, um, the Wolf Among Us. I can't. I don't know what that genre of game is called. What do you mean? Um, uh, the la- not the Last of Us, you know that Walking like the Dead the Telltale one. one. Yes, yes, like Something the, like like the Batman one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching that one on yeah. YouTube without playing it. That's I'm fun. surprised they haven't done. They haven't gone into that. Maybe that's what they'll do. I reckon. But then Telltale have gone. Is it Telltale? It is, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Is that the exclusive studio that does that style of game? I know they did the Game of Thrones one. They did the Walking Dead one. They did the Batman one. Well, what, what were you going to say? What are they still around? Then I don't think they're in business anymore. Do you not think? No, I'm not. pretty sure because there was oh. supposed to be another Batman one, and it got cancelled. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah. There's an I there's an idea gone. for a game. I mean, I, I think I think it's because that 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 is targeted to a very specific. Audience, it is very niche. It? Yeah, I enjoyed watching it on YouTube. Um, with it, and you do get a lot of like choices and um destiny deviations, but actually, yeah. meh, it's yeah. it's not one that I would play again. Yeah. Um. Obviously kind of in news um, obviously going back to the old Republic you're not going to be playing it much but something that might interest you is that they're doing a new the new update for it mm. is allowing you to kind of like you know how before when you're a specific class you're locked to a certain weapon style and combat style yes 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 they're opening that up so you mean I can be I don't have to constantly wield my one lightsaber I can then wield two you can wield two nice you, you I like could that be, you can be a trooper that's got two pistols so nice. you could be like a Rex cosplayer. You could yeah. be a Mandalorian with a sniper. So it, it's could opening that up. Jedi with a, um, I don't know, nunchucks. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. But no, it's along the lines of like, you can be a consular with two lightsabers. Also, mm. I think. I yeah, think that's... that's oh, so, no! Oh, no, little guy. There we go. We have got a little mascot today. He's, I think we'll we'll make this permanent. I think this is... Yes, he's very good. It's very cool. Is that the one that I got your wife? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah my sister-in-law for a Christmas present. <laughs> It's very cool. We'd have, we'd have to try and invest in like a huge one. Yes, or just a Mandalorian to well, carry a little, a little Mandalorian no, plushie. Big, big Mandalorian to carry the little Mandalorian. Oh we like we'll <laughs> we're gonna. This table is going to start filling up with more and I more. Do knick-knacks. have the big Darth Vader, the three foot Darth Vader? You do, don't you? 
oh, I've got them stormtroopers in my bedroom as well. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Those issues are your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think once 2023 hits, I think it's going to be a whole new world. A whole new world. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. I it think as, as Star Wars fans, um, the games will next, be next year is TV. Year yep. after that, and, and a couple of years after that, it's going to be games. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if we'll see any more movies. I'm not going to lie. Well, there's I mean, obviously this isn't game related, but they have delayed at the time of recording this. They've delayed the Patty Jenkins. Yeah, um, I read that uh, Rogue Squadron film that's been delayed. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. And then there was arguments over whether... Not arguments, but... Uh, 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 reports countering each other that... Um, oh, what's her name? Chloe Zhao, yeah. director of The Eternals, that yeah. she's either is or isn't directing Kevin Feige's Star Wars film. Yeah. With lots know. of the reports hinting that she's not. Yeah. So, um, well, it's it's the, yeah, I was going to say, The Eternals has been a bit of a hit and miss, hasn't it? So... Yeah, uh, but in the meantime, obviously we are. I am going to try and get this on Apple Podcasts. I am struggling still, so it will get up there. Don't worry. All the previous episodes will get there up as well. We will have one more because I'm trying to like word this in terms of when it will be released. <laughs> so we will have. Hopefully, you would have already watched the Christmas special that would have come out. See, yes. See what I did there. The Christmas going special back, going yeah. back in time even that though. we've definitely already filmed. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we'll have one more episode of commentary. I believe it will be episode two. That or we should mix it up and do like something completely random. Episode seven. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't trigger me like that. We, we will go in a set order. Um, we, I think we're trying to go uh, across the pat. We're trying to do a pattern of two episodes of the podcast, one episode of commentary, two episodes. So then that way we're varying it up, Absolutely. giving people. Um, you know, uh, a variety. And keep your eyes open for the Game Boy Advance play-alongs. Yes, exactly. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll try and figure it out. Um, so, obviously, Spotify, go follow us on there. Um, it is a blast to listen to if you're on a long car journey. Or I've been getting told, apparently, our voices are very relaxing. Are they? Yeah, apparently. So. Oh, so maybe we'll release two podcasts, one watch-along and then one ASMR. Yeah, there we go. We'll do some Star Wars ASMR. We'll read some, book, <laughs> read some books for like very, very we'll quiet. create our own audio books. There we go. Audio dramas. Yeah, and um, we've also got it on Google Podcasts as well. Like I said, we'll try and get it on Apple. Uh, YouTube as well. Uh, we are releasing... These episodes are released the first Sunday of each month, so it's not necessarily going to be the first of like whatever. It's going to be like the first Sunday of each month. Um so don't forget to go and follow or subscribe that, that to that YouTube channel. We've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we're on the social, so you know, head over there. We've also got the email address because I do really want us to start introducing a Q and A. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if, if you, you want any questions, yeah, fire them over. Um, you can do that either on the email address provided, or you can go over to a Twitter or a DM us on Instagram. That would be fun. That'd be a really nice thing that I want to start adding to do. Just increase a little bit of the length. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in the meantime. I suppose we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah. Um, it will probably be a commentary. Um, we've got so many other topics that we can talk about. Like next, do you mind, Mister Spring? Um, we'll do some like kind of like what if scenarios in terms of like we, we one of the things we want to try and do is talk about fixing the sequel trilogy. So we'll try and tackle each episode. Yeah. There's that. Or, or yeah, I don't like the word fixing. Altering. Altering. There we go. Alternatives. Alternatives. Yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> and then we'll also be having, um, you know, like news discussions or whatnot, you know, because we'll have a lot to discuss come the new year, yes. which will be really fun. Um, so, yes, yeah, so in the meantime, follow us on it, uh, Spotify, 
hit the sub button down below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Exactly. And I suppose we will see you guys in the next episode. May the force be with you. Bye.